The new, improved sound quality of Strange Assembly is brought to you by www.l5rsearch.com. L5rsearch.com is a comprehensive online L5R card database with tools to assist in optimizing your decks, proxying cards, or simply finding out about unusual cards. Once you know what you need, L5rshop.com puts it in your hands quickly and economically. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly. You're about to listen to the second part of our recording session on July 24th. In this one, Jay, Trevor, and I get into these specific cards in Forgotten Legacy and what we think about them. Hope you enjoy, and I'll see you at Gen Con. Okay, cards. Do, do we want to wait for the first Eternity Bugged card, or do we just want to do that bit now? Uh, we should just wait. Okay, then. Is like, like the third card down anyway? Listeners, you shall wait. Okay, Ryoshin's Guidance. That's pretty sexy. Yeah, redirect on a stick. Yeah, redirect never sucked. Now, how many clans care about Chi if they're not dueling? Some of the monk cards. Magistrates. Magistrates. And then magistrates. Yeah, yeah, that's about it, though. That's yeah. Nobody else cares. Yeah, assault in the jungle. I do not like giving what? other players jungle? guards like that. Right? No. No, no. I do not like giving my opponent ability. I wish the art on assault in the jungle. I wish they had turned up the brightness just a smidge. So you could see the jungle. I mean, I get that it's probably supposed. You know, it's supposed to be some sort of yeah. dark night attack, you know, but like, I'm trying to squint to see what cool, interesting things are going on, and I can't tell. I wish that got turned up a little bit. Burning Dreams. Do non-human decks really want to... No. Bow with your guys. No, no, no. It, uh... For your next two turns, it stops any action that has discard the Imperial Favor as part oh, of yeah. its cost from messing up your non-humans. It just seems too... Narrow. Your opponent can pretty much always have the the favor, but... If you're playing goblins out of that box, you really don't care. Yeah. Like, maybe if you're playing big things that you'd be like, yeah, my big boss isn't going to get sent home for the next two turns, but... Yeah, I don't like... like Metal Gear? I don't like events with a limited duration, because all too often they show up first turn, and by the time I care, it's off again. Yeah, well, and your your opponent actually has to be bothering with the favor. and yeah. Right. The worst on humans, that's everybody. It's not nothing, but it... It's not quite enough for the deck slot either. But yeah, as, as is often the case with regions and events. Uh, let's see, then we have Willing Spirits. I think you were trashing on this card's effect. Wouldn't be the first time. Well, it's the one that it, it does nothing right away, but starting on your next turn, permanent plus two province strength. It's one of those things, is it worth a slot? At this point in the arc, I don't think it is. Maybe next arc beginning, but... Yeah. It's like Winner's Embrace. It's how play at the beginning of the arcs. And Winner's Embrace still sees play. In decks that win. I've seen it in decks that win. Granted, they're dragon honor decks that win, have won, and those aren't and as good the as the deck, crane yeah. honor decks that win. What you gonna do? Ageless Shrine. 
Okay, pretty obviously. Yep. Yeah. If you're playing non-humans, it's stupendous. If yeah. you're not, eh. yeah. Clan holding for for them, but man, there's a lot of here's there's a lot of ways to produce extra pay for your oni these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fast on you, no good. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Now we there we go. Oh, Bamboo yeah, harvesters. There's our eternity bug. You know, when they first announced the eternity bug, we kind of thought we didn't like it, and you know, some of the things we thought about were that design constrictions. The big thing is like either either the cards are good, it won't be available in two years for people to buy, or if it is, then people will have to to shell out for six cards. Now, Reese came on our forums and said that we always have, and now that I think about it, I think they're right. Maybe this wasn't the case for KYD, but I think since then, they, they, they always do have, through the end of the arc, more copies of the direct-to-player set. Yes. Right. And that, oh, one thing that, that people always ask for is, oh, they wish their cards weren't legal long enough. Well, having considered that, not, so. I believe that we are still of the opinion that we don't like the Eternity Bug. No. Yeah, it... Because it, it wouldn't do anything. They could just return to the next base set if they wanted yeah, to bet. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't address the other point, which is that you are going to have people who either have to go get singles, which isn't the end of the world, or have to buy the direct-to-player set for just these six cards. And when we get these six cards, you're going to have to buy the direct-to-player set for yeah. these... I mean, you, you're going to have to play with some of these cards. I, yeah. You're going to have to have And it's design concern. There's a reason why cards from four years ago aren't legal. There's difficulties with trying to manage that much stuff. There's difficulties with obtaining cards. Right. It's only when they're starting the new environment that they pick which cards are going to be legal for it from, from before. Yeah. Not two years before the new environment starts. Yeah. I mean, and it's six cards. It's not the same as having, I know it's not the same as having multiple sets worth of cards that are laying around. It's not the same availability difficulty. It's not the same balancing difficulty. But it's the power difficulty. Yeah, these, some of these cards are really good. I mean, there's also design constraints in these too. When we look at Bamboo Harvesters and Border Keep XP, basically say we're committing to doing the Border Keep Bamboo Harvester thing yeah. for another arc that we haven't even thought about right. what we're going to do with that in the card game and it may be that it shows up and we nothing better than bamboo keeper border carvers yeah yeah right but it means they can't experiment and try something else yeah you're locked in on that some of them aren't really design constraints but colonial harbor really could be yes like, yeah. I'm fairly I mean, definite it will be boxes making boxes work out or is a huge thing so and I also think, I know Reese said that, not a big complaint, but something that people often complain about, their cards aren't legal long enough. You know what? Other than the last non-dual bug set, yeah, I, I don't fun. hear that. I, I mean, I know Brian hears more than we hear, but that's not really... It is something, I'm guessing, to make sure that people who come in after the start of Emperor Edition, they actually can continue to sell this direct player set to those people. There is not going to come a time in the arc where the set, like, oh, yeah, the power level Jobinjin edition or whatever we're going to call it has, well, not even power level, but at some point, if you're, let's say you find out about L5R and you want to come in and it's the start of this Kote season, you don't want to go back and buy a bunch of cards. You don't want to go back and buy Death at Koten because you yeah, know that... I'm saying. These cards are so powerful, you're going to have Well, yeah, to. but they're also, you just know that some of these really good cards 
not only are the cards really powerful, so people may want to buy them for now, but even if it's late in, in Emperor Edition, you can still justify to yourself buying these because they are, you know that there actually is something in here that's going to be legal in the next set. So to me, it feels like sacrificing some CCG design benefits in favor of making sure that you can continue to push sales. And that's always present in CCGs. You could also make an argument, gosh, wouldn't it be great for CCGs if they didn't have rarity? But we all know how well that worked out when AEG yeah. sort of tried it in Rolling Thunder. So, what? I, Rolling I mean, Thunder was great. Yes, unless you were yeah. in the business of trying to make money by publishing a right. CCG. Or being a store selling a CCG. I, there's always some kind of trade-off between, between some of those things. But Border Keep and Bamboo Harvesters are double-sided. I also do like that the art looks like if you compare it to the babies, yeah, they, they, they look older. experienced. Yeah. Yeah. What? Okay. There's no purpose to bamboo harvesters being double sided, right? Uh, Just to not shuffle it in, I assume. Oh yeah, that's a. That that's won't not, stop me. Well, that's because you're. That true. That's because of course me. we're all playing with opaque sleeves. All right. Well, that's because you're Trevor. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm no. half surprised you don't shuffle your dynasty and fate together sometimes. I've done it more times you'd believe. <laughs> well, that's you know the simplest way to do that is just shuffle your attachments into your dynasty deck. Yep. If you, like a, a smart person, have your dynasty and fate decks in different back sleeves, they should at least be easy to get back out. Just frustrating. <laughs> yeah. There's worse things in the world. Now, what do you guys think about Bamboo Harvesters XP and Border Keep XP as cards? They only go in certain decks, but they're very strong for those decks. Uh, Bamboo Harvesters is godsend for attachment-based decks. Hmm. Or, uh, border, border keep, keep. border yeah. keep, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, any attachment decks or any combo decks are gonna love the new border keep. Uh, the bamboo harvesters. The more I think about it, the more I think this is true that the low honor clans are gonna want to stick with the old. Except uh, for scorpion, Dishonor. right? They want the they yeah. want the card so much, but they're gonna want to stick with it because they need the economy boost. Yes. Whereas the high honor clans are fully well, are not expecting the extra two gold turn two. So they're fully willing to play a card that says, if it's your second turn, pay two gold for the rest of the game, pay two gold, draw a card. I think more goes in the passive decks. Hmm. Border Keep XP, I, I think, is just really strong generally. I, I could, obviously, I could end up just being wildly wrong, but I think I would default to running Border Keep XP. I would not default, but in any test deck, it would go in and hurt. Uh, I think it's which do you care more about, yeah. your dynasty or your fate. If you care more about your fate, you want XP. If you care more about your dynasty, you want the, the regular. Because I've run into several times where I only need it once that first, time, that first turn, and then late game, I get screwed and I want the second one, where I wouldn't care about the fate. The second use of Border Keep later in the game can be huge. Hmm. But we've crunched some numbers and I would have to pull them up, but the difference probability-wise between getting gold screwed if you do or don't have to use your second border keep is a lot. And if I have to use my second border keep on my first turn with border keep XP, I've still got my, my shuffle sure, ability. if you want to look I, at it that way. I would agree, though, that late game, the difference between getting a Dynasty full of holdings and a dynasty full of personalities is everything. Is yeah, much yeah. much bigger than a- almost any difference in fate hand you can come up with, unless you're. Pl- I mean, like a, like if you're an enlightenment deck, I'm assuming we're 
obviously playing XP or any sort of combo right. thing. But Bamboo Harvesters, I, I don't know. I mean, they're both cards are good. Economy is good. Maybe I was sitting on thinking like, well, with, with Monk decks, we always complain about how you've used Pillars of Virtue and then your hand is drained. Maybe... What could Jake Temple lost for Slime? Yeah. Anything potentially decks where you're more likely to drain your hand faster turn bamboo harvesters into something better i mean because if you're just using harvesters for cycle that's not at all the same thing as card draw uh, again it's all about does your deck want if it's the second turn pay two gold for the rest of the game you have pay two gold to draw a card yeah you're you kind of have to buy a a nifty ish well a nifty traveling peddler ish Hmm. you don't want to do that yeah i mean then we have Colonial Harbor. That's pretty filthy, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's one of those that either your deck wants it so badly, or you, you it's worthless for you. Yeah, if your box tricks are bad, it's worthless for you. If yeah. it doesn't, you need to play this card. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And it's Eternity Bugged. Yay. And, I mean, in addition to the obvious, Border Keep and Bamboo Harvester's XP commits you to... Yeah. Using that system, Colonial Harbor seems like a big commitment design-wise. Yes, it does. Yeah. To to have that there, but I agree that the six gold holdings needed a juice. I mean, diamond mine you hardly ever see. So so clearly, with the the current curving of of holdings, the six gold holdings need some kind of jump. But but man, that may be too much. That's a heck of a thing. Into the crab clan personalities now. I think it's interesting. Each clan has four personalities. Yeah. Each clan, and and some of the clans are missing personalities. There's no personality support for their existing themes. Yes. Or for some of their existing themes. So I don't know how it works out, but I think that there's some possibility of you can look at these four guys and be like, those I are bet four that themes. Line up yeah. themes. Well, because I don't think that there's anybody in here that's sorry. Every theme that has been announced has a guy has somebody in here that relates to that theme. I don't know how much theming there is left to do. I mean, it's like, oh, what a surprise! There's a Tagashi tattooed monk. Lion oh. tacticians? No. <laughs> but Crane courtier honor? No. Well, that already got announced, right? Well, that was well because Crane and Scorpion had political warfare. Oh, right, right. Let's see. The crabs start things off with a bang. Hida Fubatsu. Yeah. Mm. I. I think you can just shove him in like what every every crab yeah, deck. Crab yes. Deck. I mean, maybe yeah. I guess they've got their whole Yasuki dishonor, so maybe he's not showing up in that. Everything but else. All the other ones, yeah. yeah. Free token generation. Free kill. Yeah. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, you're free. It only destroys attachments, but still. Yeah, yeah. The crab have had a berserker theme announced, and which is almost as surprising as the Doji Courtier theme. But <laughs> yes, yes. And this is a pretty good one. It's a prototypical berserker for your, you know, costs nine gold, has seven force, one so that one, force. one to one force to gold ratio tends to be expensive, but. You know, I mean, we've talked about it. Hits like a truck. Mm. Yeah, we, we, it seems like we've moved into a place where your sort of staple actions that you're looking for are battle bow a guy and battle destroy a card without attachments. That's the... Well, let's call it the gold standard. Enough, not, yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not necessarily that you can expect 
to have all of your actions do that. But that is a pretty common set of things for actions. So like if you're looking at an action that does something less than that, you're going to be like, eh. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, we are at the end of the arc and Forgotten Legacy is definitely pushing that up. But Nikaru doesn't just have bow a guy. I mean, it bows him and hey, I mean, I'll perform up. actions. Well, he might be able to get up, depending on whether or not that they're performed. But if he does get up, he's nothing but static force. Yeah. Shutting someone down from performing actions is is not shabby. The Crab Scouts get Toritaka Chikichi, who really is good. basically just ranged for attack that ignores followers. He's pretty good. That, yeah. yeah, hard to argue with that because, and I know I've said this repeatedly, guys, but Ranged four attacks actually still kill lots and lots of stuff. They they just do range threes. Okay, no, no. But, Plus, a lot of the things that aren't getting killed by range fours are followers. So you're shooting past yeah. those anyway. And don't get me wrong, there are st- there are plenty of guys who don't die to range fours. There's True. uniques in various places. There are if you're playing against crab or or can sure. say you know yeah there are going to be some places, but generally most it's, it's the, def- the default military force is still like a four for seven. Range 4 it gets enough done. And then we have Yasuki uh, Daiki, who, you know, we don't have any idea where this theme is really going to end up. The Colot Dishonor. But, well, he doesn't say colon on him, but whatever. We all know there. The Colot don't exist. Yes, and the Yasuki Daimyo is not at all the no, Colot Master. Certainly not. No, that couldn't be the case. But he seems like he's aimed at being the Yasuki version of. Seiya or Benaha or Jitsushi yeah. or, or whatever that open I mean this guy basically you what you just have the option of it, instead of losing the two honor Lose production. You, have the, you have the you have the option of paying the four gold but four gold is if a they lie. don't do yeah four gold's a ton and if they don't do neither the guy can't move and can't assign so I mean there's no like Somebody with Jutsushi or something like, oh, well, I want to sign up, but I'll move him in later. I mean, it just yeah, shuts him down. Yeah. Given his comparators, he seems like a guy who's going to be a staple of whatever that deck ends up doing. Something is very wrong if he isn't a staple, yeah. I yeah. think. The, the Crane get an Asahina for their Air Shugenja theme. You bow him and give all of your provinces plus one strength, and then if your opponent doesn't destroy any of them, you get one honor, so he's like a little mini last step castle. Yeah. Hard to, say, yeah, we don't know hard, hard to say without knowing his theme how he's. I mean, right now, I don't think you're gonna. There's just way too many options for crane honor. Yeah, it won't decks to, arc, to, to play a guy who doesn't do anything like that. Over in scout crane scout land, got a four three for seven, which is look there you go normal military stats. I shouldn't we shouldn't be seeing any uh, crane complaining about him having bad force, right? Hmm. And he's got. He drags somebody over. Yeah. All right. So that's not not shabby. I okay. It's not battle kill a guy. No, scouts always have but uh, yeah. And he is not in any way dependent on uh, a, recon. a recon action. So that's uh, interesting. Doji Hakoseki is, is the, the the crane unique. Yeah, she's. Pretty stupendous. Lots of personal honor. She's got the duelist. She's got the magistrate. Open, shutting down somebody's abilities. No way out of that for them. Just off. So yeah, sorry, guy. You're well. I guess if you've got multiple abilities, you only get to shut down one. But yeah, but still, that's handy. That's one's best ability. And yeah, and the battle. 
Basically, I mean, it's a duel, but you're going to win the duel, right? Because you're playing a crane deck. So, well, you're playing a dueling deck. MSC actually does not help her duel, because it's a battle duel. Yeah, it does, because you're going to lock everyone else down, so the guy there is... You get to bow the enemy personality and gain two honor, or if they're dishonorable, you get to kill them. That's fantastic. Again, we've talked about battle bow a guy being... This is just all upside, basically. You also can get, you also gain two honor, and best battle destroy a dishonorable guy gain two honor. She got a, what a six honor requirement too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not not like oh, an yeah. above box honor. I mean, she does cost ten, so it's not like she's yeah. doing all of this for for four or something. But I, I think she's gonna get the job done, and she's apparently some. What so the first magistrate again, as mentioned in the forgotten leg, it's like the Emerald Champion's number one lieutenant secretary. Yeah. There's a courtier artisan personality, so I guess... Box. I, I don't know. Yeah, you've yeah. got a... Let's see, so political warfare. Is this the political warfare guy? Uh, but it's also know. an artisan. I don't know. Because Hakaseki doesn't have the word political on her anywhere. Anyhow. But yeah, Doji Rengetsu... We'll replace Little Iono in decks that we're still running. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, otherwise, I, I don't think she's going to see much this time of the arc. She's cheap and she's for personal honor, but... Discarding the Imperial favor to shut down someone's ability, that's less attractive than just having that as an open. Yeah. I mean, you Gee, know, I wonder why. She, she's got to because she only costs six, but I'm, I'm in the favor control deck. I'm, so yeah, she must be political warfare because she's missed favor control. Hmm. And then she's four personal honor in a box. Well, that's four. Yeah. And that's just a bonus that every so often you'll throw the favor to turn off a good ability. No, I think it's just the box with four three senior player. Mm. Yeah. Dragon, start off with Katsuki Nubane, who... Investigate. Is, well, yeah, I mean, that's the... Katsuki Investigators is the theme. He is a courtier duelist magistrate, and I found it, it interesting. I wonder if we're actually going to see more Dragon courtiers because the write-up, and I've said... As far as I can tell, the write-ups for the themes are yeah, two or three two paragraphs people. of story team... And then the design team (laughs) has their bit. And the design team section at the bottom of the write-up repeatedly references Katsuki Courtier. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's not a capital C, like a keyword or something, but that signifies more to me. As opposed to the design team, you know, the story team write-up where Sean has said, I'm writing these without actually... Yeah. Right. Well, like, specifically that one where it's like, they don't duel that much, they do sometimes, and then last paragraph, they duel a lot. No way, they kill you. Yeah, it references courtiers and duelists multiple times in that this guy is a courtier and a duelist. Mm. So, I mean, it may be that that is going to go there. But he's four personal honor with, look, I mean, Crane, that's nice on a Crane to have four personal honor. Dragon don't get a lot of guys with four yeah. personal honor. And they're usually like blank spuds. You know, we, Dragon decks, would, you know, they're actually still running like Katsuki Taiko, who's blank boxable, but not really. She's got a buff box honor requirement, so early on, she isn't as boxable as you would like, but she still gets jackpot boxable, yeah. And she gets played because she's got four personal honor. And you just don't get an option. Nibane has four personal honor. He's got the five chi. He's got a real ability. I think open bow and attachment is actually a serious ability. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of attachments because around. Because it's open, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, and especially against... Followers. Followers. If you can, like, oh, I bow your Taoist archer. <laughs> <laughs> but even even against items, oh, yeah. Rising Sunblade. You're still getting the force, Another but head. you're not killing Wormbone me. Katana. Yeah. Yeah. 
I also like. I think maybe my my wishful thinking upon reading his flavor text has been borne out. But they're talking about throughout the empire, Kitsuki trained magistrates, and as everyone who listens to this show now, the whole Kitsuki thing spreading is uh, my, one of my pet pet things. Well, Chris loves the Kitsuki. Well, also, I mean, one, I just think it really does not make sense if you have the Kitsuki Daimyo elevated in the way that she was, and then nothing happens relating to the Kitsuki method. But also... That's too actually, early for her. She's well, since I now. actually do... And that's in the write-up. In the write-up, it makes a point of mentioning that the Empress has not gone and shown favoritism to her former clan, so it's not like the Empress is out there pressuring people to, to do stuff with the Kitsuki method. But also, I, I mean, I was in Winter Court, the, the second Winter Court, the online play-by-post, and that was one of the canon clan goals was to spread the Kitsuki, was, was to try to get other people to adopt the Kitsuki method. We did, in fact, get the two clans that did not agree to start permitting Kitsuki training of their magistrates were the Scorpion, who had the goal of stopping the Kitsuki method for obvious reasons, yeah. and the Lion, who... Uh, are the Lion. You also just had kind of one player who I imagine was someone running the show and was virulently opposed to the Katsuki method to the point where literally I'm like, you're, uh, then this was the, you know, the one where I'm just like, I'm going to leave this before my head explodes. I, as a person, can't deal with this, uh, wanting to throttle you this much. Punch through your monitor, it'll go. But uh, <laughs> it's the whole, like, I'm standing there in front of the Empress talking about how the Katsuki method that the Empress, you know, spent her entire life practicing leads will lead to vice and ruination and 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 dishonor and I don't know. Uh, Maybe she had a voice she could talk like, up. Where's, where's, put him back where's, in his where's place. Joe? Where's 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 Jimin when you need to <laughs> come on, Emerald Champion? You're supposed to be the uh, defend her honor. Yeah. So then you have see the dragon Kensei get Kojinru. Why don't one of you guys talk about Kojinru? Because I I think I underestimate him. The art's amazing. <laughs> oh really? Oh. I actually don't like this art. Really? Really? No, he's a pretty strong card, I think. You just don't like Kensei. Much like I don't like followers. It's funny how that works. What? That's the thing. I, I actually do like Kensei. I, I mean, I know they've been bad, yeah, you but don't I like, don't... Yeah, the mechanics. I, yeah. I think the reason is because, again, I look at this and be like... Bow what, me what to am I, yeah, kill well, you. Well, oh, yeah, bowing me so to kill you is not super exciting. Bowing my Wormbone Katana or Rising Sunblade to kill you is not super exciting. Don't get me wrong. An auto-include in a Kensei deck, but that's also partially because, you know... doesn't want Kensei to have brand new attorney bug cards, fix your bowing problem with him. There's an attorney bug card that straightens guys, if See? that's what you mean. Yeah. There you, okay. Yes, there are guy, There are cards that straighten guys. I mean, and there have been. There was one in... Yeah, the Oh, no, Kensei I think there's actually... So. There was one in before that on... Yeah. There are now a ton of cards that lets you straighten your Kensei, but you can only put so many straightening guys. Well... I don't know, like I say, I don't, this is a card where I look at it and I'm like, eh, I don't really see this, but I could also, on in this one, I am not sure whether or not I am being objective about the card. I question my own objectivity in my assessing Berserker. this card. But yes, or if you get to be like, bow him to kill your clan champion yeah. of any sort. I, yeah, I mean, it's there are certainly guys, but bow, I mean, bow me to blow up you is always going to be more attractive on a cheap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And on a defensive personality over an offensive personality. Yeah. Now, Tomori Kazuhige, I actually like the art for this one. I don't... It's not that the individual art in itself is 
anything that's super but it's it's distinctive, it's interesting, it's a little funny. But you, Trevor, I believe, despise the artwork on Kazuhige. Pretty much. <laughs> Wasn't that the theme right up picture too for the Tamori? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he's a three four for seven, he's five fours on defense, but obviously you're playing him for the open ability, which does some cute things. But I think the main thing that it does is if you're playing against an honor or a dishonor deck or something that doesn't want to attack, he lets you gain two honor every turn. Yeah, it's really hard to evaluate because of that too because I don't know how the thing yeah, is going to work I, yet. I so mean, we I, can talk and talk and talk, but we have no idea. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, well, we, we know will. it's an honor oh, theme. Yeah. I, people talk about trying to use it in a military, but most military decks, no, if that, you're, that if not, you're military not a military card. deck, they, they're smashing. They're smashing with all their guys every turn if possible, and you can't even do something cute like I use it on your guy and then I bow him down because his ability straightens the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Still, I mean, he seems solid. He's actually got a lot of force on, on defense. Dragon's unique is Tagashi Asawa, who's got a really nice ability there. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, to complain about this guy. Although I wonder if there's... I wonder if it's happenstance or something design-wise that Dragon Monks feel like they've been getting more expensive lately. I don't know if that's... You know, there are some yeah, kind yeah. of themes that scouts tend to have cheaper guys. Berserkers tend to have more expensive guys. I don't know if there's something deliberate going on with the monks or if like the last couple of ones have just been a coincidence that they've been nine gold. They're just trying to fill out the high end of the spectrum and yeah, who knows? I don't know. But yeah, not not a lot to complain about on him. Now on to the lion. Is there there anyone out there who's uh please tell me that people have not been complaining seen, about how uh, Sudokin is I not ridiculous? Somebody complained about him on his thread and I That just, he's not good enough? He, uh basically yes. Was the is this anything other than He's nine gold, therefore my brain shuts down and no, refuses that, that, to play that with him. That happens players a lot, but uh, someone's making comparison to the, nor the regular version. And how, I don't know if he's worth the one gold increase, or would I play both in a deck? And yes, and yes, yes he's worth yes, it, and yes, I yep. will play both. Five fours for nine. Okay, that's standard. It's a tactician two. His ability, which works when bowed, is really good. Or, or sorry, it's stupidly good. Yeah, he he straightens himself. If he happens to be bowed, and you can just battle bow a guy. Or if you want, you can battle straighten a guy. Yeah. You can straighten. I, I, Good enough. Ridiculous. He yeah. is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. There is no. Isn't that Lion's clan theme? Ridiculous, ridiculous people, guy. yes. Yes, that is. Sure seems to be. <laughs> we'll see. I haven't seen that one on the website, though. Well, they haven't announced two that or three, as a theme. Right? They're saving that yeah. for last. There's a Lion Scout, and that's what the Lion Shadow or. I don't know, whatever they... The write-up that sounded like it was about Paragons, but wasn't... Uh, he's a... Yeah, well, that was the, oh, that's right, that was the... Yeah, anyhow. He's a 4-3 for 7, so again, generic. Not a tactician. No, no, he's a scout. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sort of like Naval and Maniscar. If it's not there, people's eyebrows just get raised immediately. A tactician is really only like one lion theme. G give them credit. If we're going to make, you know, say lion players what stop I do. thinking about... Nine gold guys. They are not as knee-jerk about tactician as Mantis players are about naval. Or, or unicorn, unicorn about, about cavalry. cavalry. Yeah. Although it's really easy to slip it on cavalry, man. <laughs> With the unicorn, you're like well, looking at a guy, you're like, oh, that guy looks oh. So that's, uh, that's yeah. the cavalry. Yeah, trade, you could like right? look at a guy and be thinking about him. There, there actually was 
a card for something on the website where I was writing it up and I'm looking at it like, man, amazing. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't remember this guy being this good and I start writing and oh. then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. This is the one that didn't have cap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Akoma Sukasa bows or straighten a card in a unit that does not have attachments. So you can bow a card without yeah. attachments or you can straighten a card without attachments unless you control a terrain. But nobody plays with money terrains or if they do now they play a little more now but they're in defensive decks so I play unfamiliar ground my line deck if I had one if you had one yeah or you're no longer admitting to it I don't know what you're talking about I mean you can't evaluate the guy assuming no, no, you're no. going to have a terrain in play right so and he doesn't work when I mean I think his big thing is bow a you know bow a guy who doesn't have attachments so right uh, so gotta see more of the theme for right now I don't, yeah, right, right line now are not going to play it, that no uh, they've got way not. too many good abilities on guys who cost not. six Kitsu Kagako, boxable lion breeder, gains honor, gains in, and is for personal honor, effectively. It, not boxable. Not boxable. You playing lion clay? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Close enough. I know six. You think boxable, but no. Yeah, not okay. Not boxable, but six. For six gold, you get three fours. You get four personal honor, and you get three fours split between two different guys. Yeah. That. Seems perfect. I mean, we don't. God only knows what this theme is going to do. But all the other cards that have been reasonably priced that have sprouted guys have been good. Yeah. And four honor on a card. Uh, yeah. Never bad. Especially once the, I mean, when the arc switches around with yeah. the limited selection. If that card is not good at the start of the arc, something wrong is going on. The arc. Yeah. The Paragon is Matsu Koyama. He's really good. Four three for seven. Paragon That's each scary. personality and follower. Yeah, there's there's some scary Paragon. Iron Will. Lion Lion just have well in, in not I mean in, yeah, yeah, in, I in here even more. Lion have so many options. Yeah, the, yeah retribution uh, for Oh that's that's unbelievable. Lion time. Speaking of generating tokens, Kitsune Hisano, who also is for personal honor and is for your gold, you get, I mean, eight gold, buy, eight gold buying in full gets you five fours and a battle ability and a naval shugenja. All sorts of things that you, yeah, it's you all know, the, want again, your new theme. Depending the theme works for, out, but, but yeah, well, I, I don't see not playing him in that deck. Yeah, how could you, how can he not be great in any kind of... Multiple bodies is always honored, a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and multiple bodies with an ability. Yeah. Especially because he's the expendable one. Yeah, yeah. Then you get built-in spearhead naval Shugenja. Mantis yeah. players seem to really dislike him, her. Mantis players like cards that do things. Well, that's... Okay, all, I, 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 all L5R players well, like look, cards that have battle abilities. cards in this set uh, don't actively do something? Not many. So... Th there's no room for her right now. And then the magistrate for the Mantis is Nobukatsu, who does a ranged four attack and then Straightens your Colonial Harbor? Yes, because you're playing Colonial Harbor and the new Border Keep to get your Guidance out turn one and just go straight to the bank. Yep. No, that's that what it does. That Guidance is dumb. Makes it a six for six. Well, yes, and yeah. can give you a free province. Uh, yep. It's stupid. I mean, a lot of the Guidances are just ridiculous. Stupid, yes. But he is in my Mantis deck as now. I know we've... Oh, let's get the Scout first. Yeah, I, Mantis Scouts. You know what? This... This guy is ridiculous. He uh, is amazing. Saying, but he is a five force naval guy with a battle ranged five. That that theme is a, a sunk ship for now. Out of all the clans, 
the one the big chunk of complaining I've seen out of Forgotten Legacy has been Mantis, and not just little complaining, but no, just no, like going berserker. It's because it's for right now the cards aren't spectacular. Yeah, give, I mean, give part, three yeah, months the, and the the uniqueest for the yeah. theme that isn't out there yet. I know it. The bounty hunter I mean, is you, amazing you now. You gotta but, have a little bit more perspective. Yeah, yeah. I the, the scout could be amazing. Well, the scout is amazing. No. Mantis, our Mantis scout's gonna be a, I've a played good theme. More, I don't know more of the scout box than you will believe and it is just not working this art. They can't fix it. Yes, but in the future they will have an easier time fixing it because they switched to four strongholds. Yay! But that uh, means they get more cards. I don't want more... <laughs> yeah, we all know. Themes. Yeah. Phoenix, your master of water is ridiculous. ridiculous. Yes. Ring. Water. I, Gee. You, you know, yeah. I, I played when they last printed a bunch of guys who tutored rings, and you know what? I ran all those guys out, out of, of clan. clan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were... If they're not playing him, well, what can you do? You can't help some people. What deck wouldn't you play him in? I don't know what Phoenix team, but he's a monk, and so he works in the Henshin, and he's a Shigenja, and he's Calvary, and he, I mean, what do you not put this guy in? Oh, say, I was just saying, he does know Kung Fu, no but he does know Kung Fu. He, he does, yeah. Yes, yes, he does he knows know Kung, Kung Fu. Fu. All right, yep. Yeah, he goes in everything. Even defensive honor, free ring of water, to run oh, yeah. away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Asako Keitoko. Is this your one who's looking like an idiot in the Forgotten Legacy book? I think so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's the one we call gang signs around here. <laughs> yes, yeah. She's got the uh, the creepy claws. She apparently is undercover. She wants to to look like she'll fit in amongst members of a Bloodspeaker cult with yeah. the, uh, yeah. the scary claw nails she should, she and the white totally shoes. She one should minute, totally yeah. have the infiltrator keyword. Battle, zero someone's force out, and destroy a card of that attachments if the guy is Colette Ninja or Shadowlands. Yep. That's that's not bad. Seems I mean, good, it, yeah. Seem, seems like you can get Colette Ninja and Shadowlands on people and battle killing naked guys, battle zero wing. If you get to either, obviously if you kill yeah. the guy, great. Yeah. It, but just zero, zeroing the guy out and, and killing. killing an attachment, yeah. great. And uh, zeroing a guy's force out, okay, that's not the... Uh, the greatest thing in the world, but that's still but, a fully functional battle for action. Right. It is, but it, it zeroes before it kills the attachment, right? So if you kill a weapon, they're now like negative force. Yes, they are actually. Well, they are. They they are zero force. Right, they're zero force. But, but if, if you later try to increase, then they the have hole, to yeah. to make up for the hole. Yes. Or drop the JEV. Got to pack two or three to beat that Phoenix deck right now. Anyway. Yeah. Just in case JEV wasn't on the basically auto include list, we now yeah. have our. The, for current arc military card, Saku Karachi. No, no, no. Uh, to oh yes, yeah, that's yeah. another yes. They wanted yeah. We'll we'll get yeah. to ridiculous eternity bugged strategy. Karachu, guy who never bows. Yep, yep, yep. That works out pretty well. That's I don't think there's nothing to say there. A little better than a spearhead, never bowing. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna you know take the favor. Yeah, anything. Do all the do all these things that require bowing. Yeah, I'm so uh, good. Okay, now. I know that Phoenix have been hurting for actually decent 4-3 for 7 Duelist Yojimbos. And I know that this is better, that Sawakin is better than the ones you've gotten before, but I'm still not pumped no. about this guy. And yet, what is, I don't, what is it about that price point? Because you guys had the blank one, we, right? We and then you had getting, the one that ran a home. Yeah, we keep getting so many 4-3 for 7 Duelists with a little bit extra. It's silly. He doesn't look silly, he looks serious. He does look serious, but yeah, he's just minus five yeah. force. Scorpinox. A what? 
Uh, he was one of the later bad guys in Transformers after they killed Megatron. Oh. Yes, I'm sorry. Scorpion. Apparently no, no being cutesy. For me, five, fours for eight. Battle range four and uh, cause an honor loss if, if that killed anything. Yeah, if he killed something. Also, I have to say, and looking at this art, this guy, uh, Higaona, dude's just asking to get ganked by all these Ronin in the bar. <laughs> I mean, like, marching in. Maybe that's his plan. He's not just that he's yeah. holding up his badge, he's holding it up in the most prim little upright posturing. With, I mean, I think literally his nose. I think literally his nose is turned up at them. He just seems to be asking to get his butt kicked. Yeah, he's a solid card. Yes, certainly a solid card. Beyond solid, I think, is Bayushi Toshimo, who I think signals the demise of Bitter Lies as a Scorpion theme because he has all the keywords for the new Paragon Yojimbo. Or oh, they got even crazier. And yeah. he has the Bitter Lies Kensei keyword, which... Because that's what I really want for my Yojimbo, is someone who wants to kill themselves. <laughs> okay, he's got the 4-3 for 7, sure, right? He works with like 17 different keywords. He's got battle, bow an enemy card without attachments, but then he also... Okay, his ability isn't as good as I remembered it being. If you control yeah. a courtier, which you will, it negates the thing straightening. But it, uh, I apologize. I thought that that, uh, went through attachments. Well, there's that four that does not courtier from last set, uh, Iron Flower, stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Bowing cards without attachments and then not letting them straighten. That seems more fair than I was remembering it. I was thinking that bowed no, through attachments and negated right the straighten. Oh, Aroru? Yeah. Yeah. Old uh, pajama man. Yeah, ranged 5 attack that your opponent cannot cost of pride or outer walls. Oh, really? A ranged 5 attack? <laughs> that really does kill almost everyone. How's it worded? You can ninja sneak and they can't reinforce it? Is that right? No. No? He is, when an action would target a ninja at his location, which of course includes himself. No, no I'm saying if you use ninja sneak on his range. They, oh, they, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you That's can, good stuff. You can ninja sneak. It, yes, and they cannot reinforce it. Yeah, okay. Stuff I like seeing. Hmm. Yes, you, you do like things that can't be reinforced. Can't uh, wonder why. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. That's alright, I don't know how much yeah. you have to worry about people playing reinforce them anymore. The other one is the, the redirection. He's yeah. Thankfully, it is not the absolutely the, the last stupid version. redirection that the last version had, because this one, you actually have to be, you have to redirect it to another one of your cards. <laughs> And it's got the you may move Aurora to a different location built into that instead of yeah, infinite right number of times per turn. I, the last Aurora was just ridiculous. Yes, he was. Still, Crane will be really sad to see him flip. Oh, no, he's a 5-chi duelist, Yeah, which means for the most part, while he's sitting there, you, you cannot duel. Jimmy, something while you put Crane in this place, scare him a little? Yes, and other clans that aren't Crane who are finding Crane it harder and harder to duel. Nobody does that. Uh, <laughs> Just enlightenment. Who cares about those people? It's not a real dick. Then there's the uh, scorpion version of Crane. <laughs> Except she doesn't let you uh, yeah. use it on presence list. I would say it's not equivocal. Shuromakiko, she has to be loyal too, though, to stop. Because Crane needs six of them. And yeah, Crane would never want to take this. That's not at all worth it for Crane. Well, no, if for whatever reason you need to use the favor seven times in one turn... You messed up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, more construction, you let it go. Let's see, Spider, 
They're unique as Daigatsu Gyoken, who is one of the arts on the, uh, the Dividers. He steals attachments Yay. from discard piles, and then he gets to use an ability on the attachments. Obfuscation. Yeah. Yeah. Obfuscation out of anyone's discard pile. What's that? You've got Rising Sunblade? Dibs. Yeah. You do at least have to pay for the yeah. attachment that you're stealing. While I was in looking back over the samurai cards, the prior version of Udamaro, who has paid three gold, yep. yeah. to steal the follower off of oh, someone yeah. else, where the ninja card right now is it Shadow Plays? Yes. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yes. Shadow Plays is no fun. Attachment decks. Free loss, usually. I feel like I've been violated when somebody yep. plays that against me when I have an attachment Lose deck. Lose half your production, buy your attachment, and then... Which one thing when you battle blow the attachment up, but steal it? Yeah. Oh, that's not right. It's like a 10 4 swing. Daigatsu Moroda, who is. When well, it's interesting, yes, Gyokin does still have Shadowlands. I'm looking at these again in light of having yeah. seen. Yeah, the Daigatsu still have Shadowlands. Everybody but the monk has Shadowlands, so apparently the Empress hasn't been that effective at painting people that. out of the. Uh, Only the baby. Yeah, but your 4 3. Bow an enemy card without attachments, usually. There's nothing wrong with him. I mean, yeah, he bows an enemy card without attachments. If you perform the Dark Virtue, he bows. But yeah, given in the context of all the insanity in Forgotten Legacy. In Paragons, this arc, so. Yeah, 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 they have. Wait uh, and see. Ninube Shiho. Oh, I think it's nasty. This is how you uh, do real ninja. kill the guy. Kill Mike, you know, yeah. Jack Mike. Yeah, none of this bowed. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. You unmake them. Yeah, and you'll always be my little boxable pud for whatever. You can either get the personality or all the attachments on the personality. I see many clan champions hating that guy. I see many everyone hating that guy. Especially champions. Yes, yeah, yeah. but yeah. The more expensive you are... The more you hate. Yeah. Yamazaki is... Free money. Free money. I'm sure you can... If you can't work with free money, it can't really help you. Yeah, now... Does their deck run any of the... Do they have any reason to run a six-gold holding? Uh, yes. Because their box works in battle already. I know uh, Reese's box, or the one Reese posted, has the uh, secluded... Oh, that's right, yeah. secluded outpost. Uh, yeah, so you could bow that. Yeah, so... But, but even you if you don't more, have that, you got Border Village yeah. or something, yeah, you're getting... You're probably getting four gold for free. That's not shabby. You always, with the attachment decks, with that deck, yeah. you're always going to want to be able to pay for your attachments so let's hit up the rest of the dynasty cards before we break again unicorn get the goofy art death priest guy who looks like he should be a goju maybe the goju got to him first remove a personality in a discard pile from the game and send an enemy personality home bow them if if the guy you removed was dead... It's alright, but we have no information to go on, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, and kind of inherently... There's a yeah, serious time cost. You, use it. you can m try to make sure you get cards in your discard pile, but because of Border Keep being around instead of just pitching guys yeah. on turn one, it's harder to... Early game have Yeah, it's an early game to be guaranteed. You have to make sure to do it yourself. Yeah, but is he Calvary? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, so early yeah. game doesn't matter as much. Uh, steal oh, that's too. right, yeah. That's mm -hmm. a good point. And you could potentially uh, use, if you are fighting early on against Breeder, if they just have, like, the one guy in their discard pile. Yeah. Nope. Okay, that's not going to happen much that you're actually going to be able to turn off their At box. At that point, they've already got but zombies. But every, so once, in so while, yeah. every once in a while. Every once in a while, if you can. It makes you feel better. Yeah. Moto Zhao. 
Six force cavalry for ten battle destroy just period destroy an enemy card that yep. attachments. None of this restriction stuff. He's amazing. I guess I don't put him in battle maidens at this point because battle maidens have enough actual battle maiden paragon stuff that they're gonna want to use that he can't. But this straight outsider keep smash anything yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Junpei and uh, a boxable. See, I remembered that the unicorn stronghold has a different gold production. Line are worth remembering. It's okay. Boxable <laughs> tactician. Not cavalry, but his ability works from home, bows an enemy card without attachments, and if it's a personality, you pin him down, and he can't run away yeah, anymore. So if you're playing outsider keep, a lot of times you don't care all that much about guys being cavalry, because you have a lot of non-cavalry yeah. guys. I mean, you care, but it's not the end of the world. I mean, how does he fit into that? If you're actually assigning him, how do you evaluate him? And it doesn't really matter that much if you can use him when he's yeah. home. Uh. I'm not sure if he'd make it now, but... Yeah. Because they have so many good infantry guys. They kind of want to keep enough cavalry to steal one for free. He's a boxable, but whether or not somebody's boxable, as I mentioned yeah. with the line, matters less than sometimes people talk. So the fact that he's a unicorn boxable, and it's not like they can boxable by him as a cav yeah. guide, cav tactician, and sleaze something. The battle maidens get Otaku Jiyun, who I'm guessing is some sort of sop to the poor battle maidens because they didn't get Shimate Keep? Mm. No? Shimate Keep is strong. Yes, it, it is. Yeah, it's, it's stupendous. This personality does not have a battle ability. No. No. And she will be a target. She, she's pure meta. Yeah, she's... Don't get me wrong, it can, it can hurt a lot. She does assure that if all they're doing is dishonoring guys, you still have one personality you can use your battle maiden cards on. But she's just gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they have enough that they don't need to run her. Not no. But Probably maybe not. next arc at the start. Yeah. The non-human stuff, which no does not. I mean, they say Naga on them, but these are not. No. These are not your daddy's Naga. Nick. Yeah. You you are not. If you just wanted to play some kind of non-human, you're fine. If you're yearning for the days of, of yeah, old and Naga, that's goodness. not not going to happen. So you get the gigantic Dark Naga, who, who negates his destruction. For for near no cost. Yeah, and, well, yeah, I bow my Bamboo Harvester. Or I bow yeah, my, my yeah. what, my region? Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're playing three of those anyway. Absolutely. Well, and he's even a card you can consider not... In non-human, oh, I mean, yeah. you can consider him just well, normal we'll card. Next to nothing, free. Yeah, yeah. For a beat stick. Yeah, and yeah. if you're going later on, you like I said, you always at least have your bamboo harvesters for a forest. If you're a low honor clan looking at him, and for Phoenix Burner Nation, he's a Shigenja. Yeah. yeah. And oh yeah. Battle bow a unit. Sure. Destroy it before the the turn ends. That sounds disgusting. That's <laughs> a heck of an ability. I. I don't know about the rest of the non-humans outside of their I, own I little world, but that guy, that guy's going to be around. There's the Shakash, who is the Naga commander, who you can bow or send home an enemy personality. Yeah. He sort of is a 4-2 for 9, but he can get cheaper. Yeah. Uh, I'm not pumped about him. The gold cost matters more when he doesn't get the reduction. Yes. Yeah. I know you've got some other non-human commanders, but I don't think you've not got enough commanders enough. that you're actually going to... you got to play followers, too, otherwise you... Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't think that's... They get a Shugenja as well, the Sleepless one. 
again, effectively a four force for nine because there's no faction discount, the equivalent of nine. Bowing a forest or a pearl to give your non-human cards plus one force. Nothing special. You have to be playing a lot to care. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I can't just play actions from my hand that give all my guys plus two force. Yeah. I think that deck will depend a lot on how many uh, force you see early to get explosive starts through I, gold. Uh, yeah, well, I think I, I think that deck is not going to be Naga-based. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Not, not the scarier version. Yeah. It's going to be goblin-based. Uh, and then the last dynasty card is the second city. Now, I opine that you should basically be putting this region in every, every deck. deck. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. It makes it, your deck 39 cards. Certainly... If that were the case, bring a void BC play in every deck, too. Well, there's an argument to be made that it should, but this is even better than Ring of Void as far as that goes, since I guess it can show up on a border keep or something like yeah. any region, but that's going to be true of, well, any region no, or event. Saying, or, I'm not saying it shouldn't see a lot of play, it clearly should. Well, I mean, yeah. even if it shows up on the border keep, next turn it attaches and flips up the card Yeah, well, you're, just, you're not so going to be able to use it, it right it. now. I wouldn't save it. Why wouldn't you save Why it? Why not? Yeah, it waits until your it next event phase, you it'll attach, then you bow it, and you get the card you were going to get anyway. Yeah. I wouldn't not, save it. <laughs> just for spite it's virtually free yeah and if you're playing a courtier or magistrate deck yeah Bonus. you're obviously going to be just ink that into your deck for the next two years yeah two and a half whatever there's a lot of courtier magistrates <laughs> that we've seen so far crane have courtiers and or magistrates dragon have courtiers and or magistrates so far Mantis, uh, Mantis do. Phoenix, Phoenix do because yep. the inquisitors scorpion are scorpion do yeah, that's half the clans right there Back in the day, unicorns cared about law and order, but uh, so much for that. Now they're on to CSI. Now Chagatai happened. That's, yes, actually, not Chagatai specifically, yeah. but yeah, the, the return of the Moto really mm. changed the character of the unicorn clan. All right, that's it for the Dynasty cards. We'll take a break and get back with the Fade cards later. Now, in this upcoming segment, gentle listeners, you may notice a lack of Trevor. I suggest you keep this in mind when you might happen to be considering bad-mouthing Satsu. I'll be good. <laughs> okay, going through the uh, good old AEG numbering of cards. You know I like the tangent, right? Mm. Do you sort your cards in the same way that AEG sorts them? Because I don't. Okay. Back in Gold Edition, when I collected full sets, I would put them in numerical order, but not since then, no. Oh, I do have full sets, but I always, sometime millennia ago, I decided what order I wanted to sort. So it's like personalities, and then by clan, and then holdings, and events, and then regions, and then now celestials. Although, I don't know if we're going to ever actually see a non-rare Celestial again once they got past that initial batch. Where they, like, we can't have this many unique Dynasty side rares, so we have to make the clan one. Maybe they'll make a non-unique Celestial. No, probably not. That would be silly. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, what's your, what was your non-unique clan champion? Maybe he'll become a Celestial. Ujimitsu, yes! yes I would love Ujimitsu's guidance. Yes, and, and do it. it doesn't count as your guidance do for being in play or do something. It. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then on the faith side, I do strategies, <laughs> followed by various attachment types. But I think these are these front load the attachments. Well, they always front loads the attachments, but I think it's in alphabetical order by the kind of by the card name. On the dynasty side, it's events, holdings personalities, regions, mm. and it's specifically celestials, events, holdings, personalities, regions. On the fate side, it's followers, items, spells, strategies. Wasn't that exciting? Again, Hooray. for the uh, that, that, gentle listeners, was because you thought about supporting Trevor's bachelor's of <laughs> That's why you we just had to listen to that. We will you all to death because we can't go to your homes and kill you <laughs> much. In those followers, there is Hunter of Harmony, three gold guy, basically blows himself up to bring a keyhole back. I don't really think it's worth three gold. No. Um, unless there's some ridiculously broken keyhole. Like, if, if they made Dove Tattoo without the raising the honor requirement by five, maybe it would be worth three gold to recur it, but short of that, no. Do you notice that they banned Dove Tattoo? I wonder why. Yeah. It was like the follow-up banning, yeah. just for the heck of it. Scourge of the Seas, nine gold for five force and making your guy naval. I like making my guy naval, but that's a lot it of It is money. a lot of gold, yeah. I just don't think he's going to be able to make it in. Probably not. Now, the Vengeful, eight gold, six force, kill action. And if you're non-human, it straightens the unit. Hmm. So, obviously, this is going to be a non-human deck. Does this have a chance of making it into normal old follower decks as just a 6 force for 8 and 8 and battle range 7? Uh, maybe. I mean, you if you replace your Taoist Archer, you're gaining a force, but you're losing the card draw off of it. But and your ranged attack is going from a 5 to a 7. True. I think I like Taoist better because drawing a card is good. Yeah. So that means but this guy. If you want a fourth Dallas, there you go. But obviously, a non human ridiculous. Yeah, straighten the unit? Yes, please. Uh, the Black Pearl. If you're four gold, you get to take a guy from a discard pile and put him into play. And it actually costs you four gold, unless it's one of your non humans, and then it, uh, well, presumably you are non humans. I guess it could happen to be someone else's non human. But, and then you get the, your money back off of the Black Pearl. Buying guys back out of discard piles is handy. You get to do it right away. Is it worth the four extra gold if you're not a non-human deck? If you're buying a guy out of your deck, you're paying the two more because you're not getting the dynasty discount, and then you're paying four more for the Black Pearl. Right. I don't know. I mean, it's one of those, you can certainly see games where it's like, oh, you've killed my champion. Well, I guess he's back. But at the same time, you don't really want to plan for that i.e. you don't want to have it in the deck for that. Yeah, you get to steal from your opponents once yeah. you've killed their really good guy, but their I mean, really good guy may or may not work with your deck. Right. I mean, maybe a super friends deck where you've, you're like, okay, I've got like 12 guys in here that I you're probably going to kill at least one of them and I'd like to see them again. But short of that, yeah, you can't do it right in the... I, I know there were a I'll lot of people who Will. liked it. Well, plus, oh, that's right. I wrote, And I hate this card. Hmm. 
Well, it's the Black Pearl. Oh, yeah. The, the it's preview prompted like three pages of Pirates of the Caribbean jokes, puns yeah. on the, Actually, the AEG forum. You know what I see most likely playing it is, uh, is Phoenix, because we can't use Will with our Shigenja. Yeah, but Will's a, I mean, Will's a battle action. Right, but what I'm saying is... And Will reduces the guy's gold cost. Right. And doesn't cost any gold. It's, it's, this is so much worse than Will, isn't it? Right, that's what I'm saying. Oh, is, okay. Samurai decks are, are going to play Will over this. Shugenja decks don't have the option. I don't think it's worth it. I don't know. I'm not saying they'll play it. I'm saying they'll be the first to play it if it is playable. The Cursed Relic, any number of times really good. per turn, range 3 attack, or at least your guy's chi minus 1. Mm. It's a range 3, so you're probably mm. not willing to kill your guy to make yet another range 3. I'm just guessing. Probably not. I mean, if it was one of those, your guy's going to die anyway. Yes, if your guy's going yeah. to die anyway from something or another. And range threes don't kill a bunch of You have to make a decision, because the good ability bows it. Yes. So then you can't do it. And the other ability is remove an enemy card without attachments from the, the game. I. That's just a pretty good ability. That's the money. Yeah, that's what you use it for. The, the, the first ability is, oh, you're playing Breeder, or you're playing a bunch of little attachments that I need to strip off before I use my money shot. But, yeah. How does this compare to Rising Sunblade or Wormbone Katana? Because there is a limit at some point. Right, where you can only Daiku. have so many giant weapons. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Wormbone Katana is better than that. Yes. Oh, yes. So, uh, yeah, you're... This ability is better than Rising Sunblades, right? Because Rising Sunblade is the same ability, but there's a force restriction. Yes. But Rising Sunblade has two more force. And another cheat. So you're getting more force, you're right. getting more I mean, To me, this would be for the big weapons, either you, you want a whole lot of big weapons, or this would be your weenie meta. I can put my one Cursed Relic into my Scorpion Kensei deck. Hmm. And then tutor it up with the uh, Bitter Lies student. It's good. There's just a lot of competition. Yeah. I wonder if it's a card that we'll have to wait for next arc for the chance to really shine. On the other end of the cost scale is Pearl of Embers, which costs zero. Hooray! Gives you plus Free one chi, and you can bow it to straighten this personality. Sounds good to me. You're looking at this in some kind of defensive control deck. Yeah. Military deck's not going to bother with that. I mean, I guess you could try to do cutesy things with wooden barricade and move it over to the guy that they I mean, just the, bowed. Yeah, but I mean, there are a few things to do with... If you, if you make a more controlly military, you can be like, okay, I've got my Yoshiharu or Sarazawa who's going to ding your force and then bring him back up to attack or use them both offensively and defensively, but... Katsuki Bakuku. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for items. There's another pearl for our, our Naga buddies, the Pearl of Rage. Two gold, plus one force for each pearl you got around or Ooh. that you had before. Well, the main thing is that you range the attack, attack with strength equal to the Shugenja's Chi, plus one for the Pearl of Rage, plus one for whatever other pearls you may happen to round. So, what you, you just got to be playing with all the pearl cards, right? Yeah, more or less. I mean, a force for two gold plus a range... Five, probably, is not horrible. It's not horrible. If you're playing on humans and you're playing with the other curls, you're like, well, that's the baseline. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. But I don't 
think that you're going to bother putting it in by itself. Yeah. Probably not. But, you know, that's fine. What what a shock. The deck the card works better in the deck it synergizes with. Who <gasps> knew? Crazy. The Mountain's Power uh, is an Earth Shugenja spell. For everybody, you can bow the spell to bow an enemy card without attachments and gain one honor. If you're an Earth Shugenja, other people can't destroy him when he's defending. A handy uh, trait to have. Handy to have, especially since if you're not Phoenix, you'd still have to equip your spells in advance. Right. You have to telegraph them. So now your your basket can hang around, theoretically. This card doesn't exist yet, really, right? Yeah. Phoenix decks don't play with enough Earth Shigenja, not on no. defensive, especially no. on defensive things. And the Tamori and the Kitsune are not... Are not decks yet, no. Now, Thunder is a deck. Thunder gets a spell, Thunder's Wrath. It can bow to give something minus four force. Yawn. Or it can destroy the spell to make a range four attack, which is a range six if it targets a follower. And if this Shugenja is Thunder, which he is, because you're playing a Thunder deck. Presumably, yeah. So you either get the range four at a guy, or you get the range six at a follower, followed up by another range four. That's handy. I mean, that one of the problems with range attacks is they got a bunch of followers. Now, you, now you're like, okay, you need two followers to be safe. Yeah, I kill your follower, I kill your guy. Yeah. But again, are you willing to invest in... A telegraph spell? In telegraphing that. Yeah. Uh, only because you're getting two range attacks, and presumably you have naval, maybe. But that's even, right, because you got, yeah. yeah. First action, shoot, right. shoot you, dude, shoot you. That's the only reason I'd say it's worth that you have to telegraph it, because you get the first action. Let's see. Air Shugenja, which can be you, yes. uh, Phoenix, not just the... Korean who haven't shown up yet. Of course, it's an air, air. So the guy's gonna straighten every straighten phase. Cause why should Air Shugenja ever be bowed? I know, right? <laughs> and then you can bow him and target a face up personality at a play. If it's your turn, you give the guy plus one personal honor, so you gain an extra honor when you buy him. Yay! If it's your opponent's turn, you give him plus one gold cost, which, which may is do, hilarious. Which may do nothing, but yeah. may actually disrupt things. Yeah. Well, I mean. It really depends on how their deck is built, but I've lost track of how many times playing Phoenix I'm like, okay, I've got 10 gold, I've got all 7s, I can theoretically make enough to buy all of those, but I can't split it up, so I'm just getting one. Yes, but what does that have to do with this? Well, the one gold cost Oh, just that sometimes golds can, yeah. yeah. So I think when we're looking at Wind of the Moon, the big thing that does, regardless, the gold cost thing may or may not happen, but you can always give your guy plus yeah. one personal honor. And it, it doesn't have any cost for that because it bows your guy, but then he straightens on your opponent's turn to do whatever it is that you needed him to do. And so that, I guess the threshold is pretty high at this point for what cards have to do. But if you get to drop a Wind of the Moon early, then over the next three turns, that could gain you three extra honor. Presumably, with the, yeah. With and the possibility of messing up Opposing Slowing gold down cost. Some, yeah. And it's hilarious in War of Honor, too, though, because you could do the plus <laughs> one gold cost on everyone else's turn. Well, hell, War of Honor, that card plus um, Touch of Ice. Bam. I'm touching every turn. <laughs> Who needs this plus one gold cost? Yeah. Dark garbage. Yes, you could definitely do Air Shugenja in War of Honor, so you get to do tons of stuff every single 
turn. That was actually after some of our games like that. I think I had posted something on the forums and got a lot of flack because I had said something about how the game can really drag if you start having to have multiple of these control decks that are designed to just take open after open after open. And I believe that was one of the decks in one of the games that we was, had played was that Air day. Shugenja, yeah. Was Air Shugenja. Literally, there was an occasion during that game where other people in the game had forgotten whose turn it was. <laughs> like, I think, you were ne- I think you were next in line. Yeah. And the, the Air Shugenja deck finished doing stuff. And he's like, okay, okay, I'm done now. And then one of the other decks is like, okay, then on Jay's turn, I do something. And you're like, no, dude, it is my turn. That's all the stuff he was doing on, <laughs> on my, my turn. turn. Yes. Let's see. The first strategy is a game of dice. I hear card draw is good. Yeah. How much, if at all, does it take it off of being an auto-include that you don't get the cards until after the turn is over? To me, it's really about how much are you drawing, especially in battle. Because, I mean, if you draw it in the middle of the battle, it's a dead card for a while. On the other hand, I mean, if you're drawing cards during the open phase, hey, more cards draws standard for later. Yeah, you'll draw it now and you'll get them this turn. If right. you if you even just draw it, never mind, th- not just battle, if you draw it at the end of your turn... You have to wait until next turn, yeah. If it's a battle action, I draw it now, I can potentially use it on your turn, I can potentially use it on my turn. If it's a game of dice, I can't. I know I can't use it on your turn, I get nothing out of it on my next turn either. It's not until, you know, the, the turn cycle after that. Right. But... So, I mean, I think it comes down to how much... I mean, I think a control deck that's trying to draw off three or four turns during its limited phase is definitely going to slot that in because it'll be like, oh, hey, bonus. Whereas I think a military deck is going to have a harder time put it, slotting it in. Though at the same time, I mean, you were talking before about Pillars of Virtue runs out of cards like crazy. That'll help refill your hand yeah. slowly, but... You can drop there. it early, and... I don't know what portion of the time that will get played, especially now or when the next arc goes on. When I think about it, I think about Ring of the Void. Mm. And, you know, Trevor mentioned that, well, I don't know all decks play Ring of the Void. Well, there's an argument to be made that all decks should. should be playing yeah. Ring of the Void, but they aren't. And I think this will get played more than that because it actually is card advantage, uh, even though it's got the drawback of the delay. But I, I don't think it's going to be a universally adopted card because people are going to hate, you know, like especially, there are some people out there who are like, I refuse to play with anything that isn't a battle action. It's because I might draw it in battle. Right. Let's see. A Yojimbo's Duty, the battle open that anybody can use is just straight into personality, taking additional action appropriate to this phase. That, Always good. That doesn't suck. Although, I don't know that that, that by itself, I'm, that's not going to get a card played. No. But... Blow up your Yojimbo to bring a discarded Courtier or Shugenja into play. You get to reduce it by your Yojimbo's gold cost. So this is aimed at your Yojimbo, Paraphenia's Yojimbo, and the Scorpion, Scorpion Yojimbo. Yeah. Well, we don't really know about the Paragon. It doesn't feel like there are a lot of Courtiers are going to be care that much about popping back. Yeah, you'd and rather that sort of hold thing. on to your Yojimbo. Uh, but, but, I mean, I, I, I'd blow up Ningen's buddy to bring back a Shugenja. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to pay full price for them at that point, but, but you know, yeah. whatever, then it's just bringing back a dead guy for... Yes, bring back a dead guy, okay. For, yeah, I get to pay, I get to bring in the guy now. Yeah. You don't need a ton of Shigenja in that, but nice to have somebody. Usually the limited number of Shigenja that you have are generally spectacular right. in the Phoenix I mean, deck, because yeah. if you're picking only six Shigenja, they're going to be the cream of the crop. Accidental Confession. 
I don't know, do we remember what the other strategy card was that was was this oh duel of haiku is the other this is one of the the set of arts that are paired, paired where right. uh, duel of haiku has the crane and the dragon doing their duel of poetry and then apparently in the course of doing her poetry the dragon confessed to knowing too much about something she shouldn't mm. oops accidental confession is really great it's target your courtier discard the favor dis- as an open dishonor a personality and that guy can't be assigned or moved to battlefields this turn this generated i don't know a six plus page thread yeah. about people talking about how much this hoses military decks and it's it's really pretty it's fantastic really strong, yeah obviously especially out of crane who are like oh i just the favor, like don't water, care yeah. but yeah open shut someone I mean, down for the scorpion turn. can now just take the favor so yeah I hear they like the people being dishonored and not attacking them. Yes, I I think accidental confession, duh. Yeah, it will get played uh, quite a bit. Asset denial, man, this card is gonna piss some people off. Yes, over the course of the next couple of years, the open bow your ninja to destroy a retainer, and if if you like turn one by Sai Maketsu, and they're like, oh, bow my free ninja to kill your holding. Yeah. They probably just borked you out of the game. Yeah, probably. This is good enough to play because it's also got a battle action that does something. If you're playing against Ninja and it's your first turn, unless you don't have a choice, I don't think you can buy retainers. No. There's just too much of a chance that you cost yourself the game. Yeah, no. That's... Which And that that's a tremendous effect for a card to have just by existing. Broken Alliance, you can nuke an attachment as a battle open. Or you can move your guy in and straighten him. That seems pretty versatile. Yeah, versatility's good, so, yeah. I don't know, is versatile enough for right now? Maybe. I mean, there's there's enough attachments that are worth blowing up. Yeah, but you actually have to pay. True. You usually don't have to pay to kill attachments. I don't know, I, I think it's versatility gives yeah, it a but- chance, but for right now, you've got... So many options that you don't have to pay to blow up attachments. True. Although you can do it as an open. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's versatility may may keep it in. Oh, look. We got to a card that will be played. Cast yes. Aside the Week. Oh, yeah. Cast Aside the Week is ridiculous. Open straight in a unit is not something that needs to be thrown in on a battle action that's no. going to be an auto-include in every Paragon deck for all of next arc yeah, I mean, anyway. Yeah. That's almost good enough to get played just for that action. Well, not quite, no. but almost. I mean, we were just talking about battle open straight, and a, a, a unit isn't. You better really need that unit to mm. play it for the open, because this would be a great card if it said, I mean, a great auto include card if it said nothing more than battle, target your paragon, destroy an enemy card without attachments. Lion, play with a tactical action with the gold cost that does that, yep. and that gets played. And this does it for free, and it does it without gold cost. And then as a bonus, if for some reason you don't have a paragon, but just a samurai, then you can just bow the card instead of destroying it, if for some reason that that comes up. And then you get the open. And it's a four focus value. Of course. There's a lot of really good stuff in here. I think cast aside the weak is, I mean, out of all the cards, the one that I most immediately think of that keeps popping up when you're trying to evaluate other cards 
You're like, well, this seems like it would be good, but... It's no cast aside the it's week. It's no cast aside yeah. the week. The flip side, I talk about some of the linked pictures. There's the... We'll skip ahead a little bit to Grateful Reward, which the cast aside the week sort of has the evil spider paragons telling the peasants to pike which, off. Yeah. And the Grateful Reward has the, you know, the lion peasants, presumably the lion... Yeah, presumably the peasants. Yeah, do, doing something nice for them. Grateful Reward is also... Amazing. Ridiculous. Yeah reaction to being at a battle for free get a one force follower get to honor draw a card this card is what i think of there was actually a lion player who was like no i won't play this i refuse to play anything that draws me like oh because it's not a battle action like i wouldn't want to draw cards i can't use in battle i'm like that's you're wrong you're you're wrong You're, you're just wrong yeah it I mean, Grateful Reward should, again, I mean, I, I almost, it's hard not to look at Grateful Reward and be, and it's a cavalry follower. So <laughs> how, how should this uh, not be in every Paragon deck, period? I mean, yeah. it, it does something and draws you a card and it's free. I mean, the honor gain is just gravy at that point. A lot of the decks aren't going to care about the honor gain. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, we talk about Paragons being ridiculous. There are. I mean, and we're not even done with the Paragon cards in this yet. yet. Yeah. And they're getting shiny toys. So, let's see. Then, consideration. As an open, you, one of your tacticians give one of your other guys plus three fours and stops the next thing that would target him. That's a lot better than tacking a card, I gotta say. Yeah. The force pump and just period, no matter what they do, that guy's... That guy's got some protection on him. That's going to be pretty good for sending him in. I don't think it's not going to get played now, is it? I have, I really have no idea. I mean, it's... So you're talking about Lion and Unicorn, basically. Yeah. I mean, Unicorn... My non... You can my always try to sleaze, tech, I suppose. Yeah, my infantry tech gives three force to my non, non-tech cav. Yeah, I'm guessing... I mean, these look like Unicorn in the picture. I'm guessing that's the concept. Mm. And then they can't be you know, settled or whatever. Or, right. you know, you just pile in with your, here's my Tomago, he's coming and doing his thing. I mean, if you have this plus a sneak attack, that's a lot of havoc yeah. you can wreak before they can do anything to your guy. If you're coming in as part of an army, I'm, you're largely just saying, don't target this guy with stuff until yeah. you wipe I'm, the rest I'm of I'm going to give army. some consideration to Kuan, because they've got a few tacticians now. He's going to eat... It's almost overkill. <laughs> it seems like it's overkill. <laughs> yeah. I really want this province. Yeah, Kuan, I refuse to die. Next, you got another Eternity Bug card. Trevor's not here, but Trevor loathes this card. Yeah. Uh, Creating Order. It is so versatile. Battle open, straighten two units, or negate all force penalties, current or possible future ones, on two units. Yeah, I hate it. It's unbelievably versatile and strong and i mean it's it's hard to look at this and not think that it's going to be in every military deck for the next four and a half years it should be yes four and a half years there are going to be games there are going to be a lot of games won or lost by mize in this thing off the top of your deck yep this is the sort of thing we're talking about when yobinjin or whatever's after emperor starts you're still going to have to go get the Eternity Bug cards because you have to put this card in your deck. You have to. Yeah. The aforementioned Duel of Haiku. Open, bows someone, and dishonors them. 
Not only does it share Artwick uh, accidental confession, it's kind of the same thing. It doesn't have as high a cost, you, yeah. but it dishonors someone and makes it harder for them to show up in a battle that turn. Mm. Again, this seems like it should be played all over the place, although I do have to say I, I'm aware that there are uh, an awful, awful lot of, of options already. There, I mean, You could probably build a deck and a half out of cards that seem like, oh, that's got to be playable in this sort of deck. Now, this one gains you one honor, and you have to actually win a duel, so... And your person on is your dual stat. So this is not... Scorpion's not using no, this. This but, is Crane. Yeah. It's not keyword specific, so it could also be in a dragon deck. Yeah, and I mean, to a very... I guess there you go. Dragon and Crane can use it. Dragon and Kane are uh, doing the duel. Hmm. You were going to say something? To a very lesser extent, Phoenix can use it in their new box. If they're dishonoring people, three-point lead is enough. Oh, yeah, it, yes, if, if you're using it on a guy who's already dishonored... Yeah. Uh, then, or I mean, just if, to I mean, bow him, yeah. yeah, or or maybe if it's somebody who's just a uh, one personal honor or or something like that. Anyway, economic repercussions. See, now this we talked about the Mantis players not liking it. If, if I was a Mantis player, this is a card I mm. would not like. There are very few cards in the set that I look at and say, "Why would I want to play this?" And this is one of. I I wish I know I had Trevor here to ask. Maybe maybe he disagrees, but. I mean, can you actually play this? Mm, no. Not I, really. I just don't think... I mean, who knows what's going to go on next arc, but... Right now. But no. right now... Oh, and here's another card that we can we can be glad Trevor's not here to pitch a fit about. <laughs> Entrenched Position. What? He loves that card, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that there's actually another playable card that is an answer to Sneak Attack. I've... And not only are there so many sneak and sneak-like effects running around right now, reinforced despite that many, reinforced the gates' other ability is just so lousy yeah. that it was never getting played. Entrenched position actually gives you a real battle action. It's not a great a battle action, but it shouldn't be. And it, you still have the option, since it's a four, defensive dueling decks can run Use that it, as yeah. well. I don't know that they're necessarily going to because they still want to make sure that anti-honor events don't happen. So. Yeah. But still, I'm I'm very glad to see that. Oh, that's right, though. And it's Eternity Bug, too, which we Hooray. really shouldn't be. Um, no. I, I like that card, but yeah. Let's see. Now, something that should make even Mantis players happy. This amazing commander card, even though I don't get a commander, is Faint and Strike. It's a free route. Sold. And it's even got a focus effect that messes up somebody who beats you in a duel. Sold. Yeah. You're, oh, look. It's going and Yes, you're playing this. It's the three of in all your commander deck. You had me at free route. <laughs> Fruitless search. Free guy. How do you like free guys? I like free guys. You need to actually have actions that the guy can take. I mean, he's an Imperial Samurai Duelist Magistrate, so probably you don't have enough actions that are just Samurai in your deck. But if you're playing with cards that Duelists and Magistrates can use, especially the Magistrate yeah. stuff, just... Yeah. Free free guy. You can even use free guy on the attack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you so choose. Is he an auto-include in Magistrate deck? I don't know if he's an auto-include, but I I think a lot of decks would want to play him. I mean, just... I've lost track of how many times I've seen the defensive honor dueling deck be like, okay, I've got two guys. If you bow both of them, I'm screwed. Now I've got a third guy that you need to bow. 
Yeah, someone I can early on maybe, you know, you sometimes have a few too many cards in your hand still. I don't need to risk my, I kind of build up my guys who are going to bow to do stuff, bow for Last Step Castle, whatever. Fruitless Search, he can just run out there. My guys are going to die anyway when they defend. I may as well yeah. get one for free out of my fate hand instead of paying for him. Yep. <laughs> Grateful Reward we already did. Gripped by Terror. I think this is effectively a non-human only card. Minus four force to one opposing personality, plus one force to all your guys. Yeah. Obviously, that's not happening in non-human. I don't think it's happening in Oni either. No, that's for Gabo. So, yeah, this looks like Gabo. Do you actually use this in Gabo, or you just stick with like something that works unopposed? I mean, Border Ambush gives all your guys plus one force unopposed. True. This would probably be four through six of Border Ambush, in yeah. my mind. I think it's going to so, have... So if you a need lot, that some, many border ambushes... Which you but, don't. Yeah. The fact that you have to be opposed to use this, I yeah. think, is what sinks it. If you're in an opposed battle, minus four first versus their guys versus an extra plus one for each of yours, I think you could go either way, but uh, I think there's still just better options than that. Heart of Darkness is going to continue, apparently, the effort to make actual good terrains and terrains that don't have focus value so we had rocky terrain mm. that was playable for defensive decks because it right. got attackers this one bows guys with four or greater force so any other military deck mm. <laughs> all, you know almost and again you're bowing them before the battle's resolution no no you're not bowing them right now so they don't they get to still keep acting yeah you can't shut down they their can't action. straighten either they can't straighten after and you get to do two of them. There's not a lot of... I mean, nothing's going to be like Battle Bow 2, guys. That's not going to happen. If everything goes to hell, you still have the option of bowing zero, so you will never have to bow one of your own guys. Now, again, a lot of competition for slots. Maybe this doesn't get in now, but Heart of Darkness is something that when Emperor rolls around, you've got to go back and look at this as something to... Yeah. I mean, especially because really it, it, it's looking like the lion, ta- the, the lion scouts. We've seen several things where they're talking about terrains. Yeah, and you could certainly see that being played in in lion. Unique honor never falls. The focus effect: you delay the consequences of losing the duel as a battle action. You straighten your guy if he's unique. Then you take an additional battle action for one of his base abilities. I know people who play that just for the focus effect. Because they hate dueling that much. What are you talking about, John here or somebody yes. else? <laughs> well, yes. Who else would I John be John really about? does hate dueling. Yeah. I would not play this just for the focus effect. That's foolish. No. But you don't have to play it just for the focus effect. Right, that's a bonus. Uh, Super Friends, where everybody's unique, you could probably see some use out of that. Yeah. I think it's okay. Which is good now if you can't just automatically dismiss a card as bad that's probably for the best yeah we've got intimidation it's you and your berserker who aren't at this battlefield come to this battlefield and you have a fight yep everybody gets straightened you know there are a lot of people who think that this card is amazing and like too good and it gives too many ways to harpoon guys but you're harpooning into a situation where the other guy gets the first action and you only have one. I guess you can just use it to harpoon someone in, but 
Right. Something well, adjusts harpoons and still leaves them with another action is never that great. No, I mean, I'm not going to say that it's that great, but I, it is a, a really good card against defensive decks because they've probably locked you down, so you moving and straightening your guy in is a really huge part harpoon thing for a harpoon. And a lot of those decks don't want to be at the battle, so they're oh, not going to... Oh, no, they don't. Yeah. Yes, they get the the next battle action, but they probably don't have anything all that sexy to do with it. Yeah, it's not like you're going to drag in Bayushi, I make you lose honor to kill me. No. <laughs> that's, that's not the person who's who's showing up here. Yeah, and there's some abort in those decks, I guess, but there's usually not a, a ton of what it's oppression right. lets them abort. But I mean, Yeah, I mean, they certainly don't have a lot of that's the none your available, guy. but they're... I mean, I've seen several lately that just don't... If they show up at the battle, they maybe they have the favor, but short of that, yeah. they're pretty screwed. So. That's a good point that you made, that you use it on your Berserker who got bowed down during the action right. phase to actually let him get in there. And Oh, you dueled me, duel of haiku'd me. Well, this is this is what happens to people who try to challenge me to duels of haiku. Right, exactly. I mean, to, to my mind, it's more for the move-in your guy than the harpoon of theirs. The harpoon is just a little extra gravy. Yeah. Never beyond my reach. Oh my gosh, it's a Kensei card that is good when you don't have a weapon attached. I don't understand. It's they beautiful. can do those? Yes, they can. It's it's beautiful. Range 6. So it's just target your Kensei range 6. That is the heart of this card. I know it's got like 7 times as much text on it, <laughs> but that... That's all you need. ...is the heart of this card. Now there's this extra bonus where if your Kensei has a weapon, then your Kensei can be at an adjacent, and that... That gets a little wonky. That does not come yeah. up a ton. No, usually you're fighting against each other, but the, the most likely I see is, oh, they've crossed 40, they have two provinces left, I'm going half my army here, half my army here, now the army that you didn't block gets to mess with you a little anyway. Of course, why you wouldn't have a Kensei at both to do the messing, I don't know. Yeah, well, because th this works even if they, they could have defended somewhere comes up every once in a while they defend somewhere where you didn't attack this lets you just because you can use it present right on defense you can defend not against them i think that's its best its biggest use is they attack you defend with your now you have you actually have to have a kensei with a weapon to defend which can be a challenge but you can defend with your kensei if you don't want to get in a fight with whoever's over there and just shoot somebody from next door yeah. Including against cavalry. Probably it's best you. Best you to just, you. I kill you, I, yeah. I shoot you six. But that's, that's an auto-include in Kensei. Well, uh, yeah, because it does something. <laughs> uh, it, it, the action, the, the fate side is actually not really where Kensei is, is really suffering right now. I mean, Dynasty has been the big side where they suffer, but still. True. Uh, no, no, no Kensei deck is going to pass on that. Your non-human decks get oblivious. Which, as an open kill... Who doesn't like open kill? Yeah, I'm about to your guys to destroy a card of that attachments that has less gold cost than your non-humans. You can punk those courtiers that you're talking about mm -hmm. at home. You can buy a couple of guys, and then... Even if you're playing against a military deck, they buy two guys, you buy two guys, they get the, the jump on you on the attack. You don't really want to deal with that, so before they can attack, pop one of their guys yep why why not i think you've got to play with this in in non-human yeah non-human i'd open kill open kill pearls and spirits okay if you are not non-human 
You bow your Shigenja with, for a ranged attack with strength equal to force plus chi. Or destroy, bow and destroy you Shigenja to add his force and chi and make a ranged attack. Now, if I'm not, if I'm not playing non-humans, that card is not good enough. No, because Shigenja have really bad force, yeah. so... Bow my guy for a ranged attack equal to my chi has never been a good effect. No. Bow my guy for a ranged attack equal to my force when my force is probably worse than my chi, also not. But, of course... What you're really playing this is if you have a non-human Shugenja, you just get to bow your guy for an enormous ranged attack, which now puts you... Well, and also the, the non-human Shugenjas have giant forces, so not all. But... Yeah, well, there aren't, there aren't all that many non-human Shugenja, right? True. So... I mean, that is, that is part of the problem with that. Yeah. I do think non-human is... I mean, you really are either goblins or you're Oni. I'm, yeah. I lean more towards Oni. But, you know, that's just me. Uh, Onis are cooler than goblins, let's face it. I agree, yeah. Petty Squabbles. Interesting little card. You can get yourself a few extra Dynasty looks if you had that event Celestial Region Heavy Dynasty phase. Or, uh, sorry, Events phase. Or, you can either drain your opponent for gold or bounce his cards back to his hand. It is... Not as good as the magistrate action no. in that respect, because they have the option of not letting you unsummon their eight gold follower. This is the second one we've seen in Forgotten Legacy. Where you can't just jack up the giant's attachment, kind of just Working. ignoring the fact yeah. that they haven't. Yeah. Well, in this one, the other one makes you work. This one gives them the option of of minimizing their consequences. But of course, if they're bowed out. If they're bowed out, then they're not going to have any chance to save it. With that said, if it's your turn and they're bowed out, that means they have to got to attack you with it once. So, yeah. Petty Squabbles seems workable. It seems like it could be in contention. Again, it's reminding me, wow, versatile card. Not necessarily a super powerful effect. Isn't enough to get in. And if it's not enough to get in, it seems like certainly by the time next arc arrives, right. when, it's something that'll get played a lot shrinks. early on. Yeah. Returning home for two gold after I destroy a province as an attacker, I get to buy a holding and then draw a card. I don't no. think I'm willing to to do that now. No, just because you, you you can't count on busting the province. I would much rather play with something proactive to help me bust the province than a little reward if I do. Yeah, and my gold may or may not work out that I have two extra that turn. You could attack not want to pass up buying a guy, and so then you're, the card's still sitting there in your hand. The later in the game, I mean, it lets you draw a card, so that's not shabby, but the later in the game you get, the less it's worth. Right. Maybe in Unicorn, just because it's like, okay, I'm going to seize a province and get a free holding, but everyone else now. Another civility sort of variation. Seem to be getting a lot more variations this arc on different ways to bring discarded and dead guys and guys in provinces into play during non-dynasty phases. Rise of the Dark Naga is just bring your non-human personality from your province into play. Unlike civility, you can't blitz with it because you have to already have two guys in play. Right, but, but still, by buying that giant Oni you just flip and attacking with him immediately yeah, is pretty I, good. It, it's good, I think think that the inability and you get to refill the province face up I think the inability to blitz is a big downside can sort of generate card advantage but it's in a different way like civility later on if you have guys who are just discarded 
you can not only use civility to get a guy now, but just to get more guys than you would otherwise be able to if you've lost provinces. Right. Rise of the Dark Naga also sort of lets you do that because it refills the province face up. But it doesn't guarantee it'll be a guy. Yeah, you don't know what's going to be coming up there. It's the same kind of card advantage that um, Famous Bazaar gives you. I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that non-humans can't play with because they're not samurai. They have a lot of sexy options already. They do. But yeah, something to, to keep on the radar. For your scouts, you get one of the new reaction-style recons, Seeking the Truth. You get to put a non-unique battle strategy from a discard pile back into your hand. And then it'll punish you a little bit if you didn't destroy the battlefields. You know, scouting for a field is battle, put a card back in your hand. And I hear that gets played a ton, a ton, a ton. Yep. This is a reaction that puts the card back in your hand. And it gives you recon. That seems good. I agree. I think this has got to get played by scouts. Uh, especially if, if, scouts were if playing, anybody's actually yeah. playing... Yes, if anyone's actually playing if scouts. If anybody's playing scouts, then yeah, they should play that card. Well, it, Unicorn would still need it if they were playing scouts. The other scout decks, you know, your Crab and your Manta scouts now actually get to recon a province. It's a reaction, and it's a decent reaction, and so you can actually defend with that. Yeah. You don't have to take them, because if you take out the defend, the attacking army, granted, you might get unlucky and, like, destroy their, well, unlucky and destroy their entire army or send it home or something, so they have that nothing left horrible, by the time yes. resolution came around. Just the fact that it's functional on defense. So it can be a yes. real drawback of scout decks to not be able to defend, because they can't get recon, and that is a really effective way to get recon on your defense. Yes. Not to mention getting back a card, so yeah. The Crab, I think, are getting Siege Volley, although there isn't really anything specific about it to them. Battle range, four attack. Eh. Hmm. Battle presenceless, province strength, increase or decrease, although what do you, what do you need presenceless, province strength, decrease for? Obviously you have presence when you're playing it for that. Right. You have to have castles. I don't know that anybody plays with enough castles not to... Not anymore, not... Back in Samurai, back in they Samurai, did. yeah, when you had the castle yeah. scheme. There you go. For War of Honor, you can use it to give yourself plus 30. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> steadfast defense. Monk, so Dragon, Phoenix, Spider can all use this one. Straighten your personality. If that's all that happens, then you're bad. Yes. Uh, if you control a temple, you may target a personality or follower and bow or straighten it. So, if you've got a temple out, and certainly monks have reason to play temples anyway because of Sohei's duty, yes, you can either straighten two guys, or straighten your guy and bow theirs. And it's a kiho, so if you're dragon, you can chain it with something else. Although, since your guy is already bowed, you probably already used your pillars of virtue. I mean, we really liked Sudokin, so this seems worth looking at. So long as you can actually assure yourself having enough temples. Yeah. I'd have to like rebuild those to see how that's it's actually going as far as having enough temples. It certainly took a step forward with Temple of Harmony <laughs> being in War of Honor. Oh, gods, yes. That's certainly anything, something that's got to be on your radar with monks. Sundering Strike, it's sort of route. It's free. Hmm. 
but you have to pay if the attachment you're destroying costs more than four. So big, with big attachments, it's going to be more expensive than routes, but you always can play it to just move the guy home. Right. This seems like it exists in the same space as routes. I don't, I don't know that it'll get played any more or less than routes. Right, but presumably with this in, we won't see route in Emperor, so this will be replacing it. Well, we've already got a commander route. I, I don't know that. I mean, there's so many route. If there's a monk route, a commander route, route route, Sundering Strike, I don't know that. Yeah, um, I, I would not really take this to mean route isn't coming back. This isn't. Okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe it isn't. I know I mean, they I, talked about. I, I just take it when I see a card in the dual bag set that more that's similar enough to it. Like, I wouldn't expect to see Reinforce when we've got new Reinforce. I'm not saying... Yeah, I'm not saying we won't see Reinforce. I'm just saying I would not be surprised if we don't see Reinforce, because that effect's already taken care of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, route's nobody's already... Gonna, ta- nobody's going to play Reinforce over in Transposition anyway. Nah. Sword for Hire. 10 gold. Lethal duel with your 3 chi duelist. I think uh, Dueling Decks will want to play it. I think Lion will want to play it, just because they have the focus values to get away with that, but I don't know that anyone else, no? No, Lion are not going to play with this. Lion may have good focus values, but not good enough that you're going to invest 10 gold in... To kill somebody? In in maybe killing someone. I mean, there's a big difference between I'm a Dueling Deck and I'm all fours. Lion Decks actually... Or not all fours or something. I, oh, aren't they? Huh. No, no. Not usually, anyway. I mean, even tacticians, you like to have fours in there to pitch, but it's not like a dueling deck where you're like, oh, this is a really great card, but I can't play with it because it's a... Okay, I, never mind. No, then. oh, no. I Maybe a lion player can call, you know, can write in and talk about how he totally loves Sword for Hire and is absolutely playing it in his Gen Con deck, but... Okay, I I could be mistaken, but... Yeah, I mean, I think you'll see it out of... Uh, I mean, uh, that was just the only non-dueling deck I could think of that yeah, might I'd, have the focus values to make it worth it. Yeah, no, this isn't like Geisha Assassin where you have the option of just making them so big in the cheap. I'm just going to 37 gold. Uh, good luck with that focus. And now we get to what I think is... Yes, because we're almost done. The the last of the ZoMG, this is uh, a ridiculous Paragon card. The perfect moment. It's retribution for your army. We call that counterattack. Yeah. It's counterattack on one problem. I mean, rally and cry and counterattack were two, you must put three of these in all of your military decks. Yes. And perfect moment is more or less counterattack for paragons and battle mates. Right. You got to play with it. Yeah, I can't come up with any reason not. Yeah, Retribution can be such a game changer, but there's plenty of times when Retribution is just not going to get the job done because you only get to swing back with one guy. But right. even if you just get to swing back with the two or three guys you just bought, that's enough. That's going to be enough. Yeah. That's three stupendous Paragon strategies in this. They are going to be... I mean, I know this, this, the spider Paragons are, are in trouble, but it's stuff like this is one of the reasons why Unicorn would be good and... And Lion Paragons. Lion Paragons have so many options for filthy decks to make for Gen Con. Yeah, I, I definitely think that Lion Paragons and Battle Maidens are going to be War of Honor serious contenders. Yeah. Oh, and there's oh, in War of Honor, there's all kinds of hijinks you can do with this. During this attack phase, your personalities may not assign and will not move unless they are Paragons or Battle Maidens. 
Hey, what? allies! I think the U still prevents more than one province from falling. Right. But your but allies... Allies get to come in kay. regardless. Yeah, so there's definitely some... Hell, if you want to be really wacky, you could just toss that into random decks. I'm not going, but does anybody else want to gang up on the on this player? Well, that's... Uh, it's not, but yeah. it could. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if it I'm did? I'm not saying it's a good play. I'm saying it's a funny play. Well, that's just so. me. Like, I was right when we said, you remember true strength, reaction, yeah. blow up a guy after they play a Dark Virtue? I always thought that was a, a, a very flavorful, good thematic card. I'm like, oh, if only in War of Honor, because there were more players, you'd be able to play this for somebody playing a... Right. Cast aside the weak, that's a dark virtue. I would enjoy it to no end if true strength was actually to right. accomplish something. It right. won't. That's one of the, those things. And no one's going to play no with it. No one's going to put it in the deck for it to happen, but if for some bizarre reason it did, it would be awesome. It would be great. It would, that's, that's all I'm... It would be on par with the double-doomed intentions to uh, to put my regular flame into play. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, exactly. what? It's like, oh, it's peaked right here. I'm all, It's all downhill from, from here. I... <laughs> Crane and Scorpion squabbling with each other? Like, okay, poof, you're both dead. <laughs> Ring of the Flame. Ha ha ha. Wanted for questioning. I guess this could be in your category of replacement cards, potentially, because it's yeah. awful similar to some of the Magistrate cards out there. My Magistrate sends an enemy personality home for focus value, and if he's dishonorable, it doesn't kill him, but it destroys all of his attachments. I don't know if that's playable. I, that's what I think. Magistrate decks, because a lot of the a lot of the defensive decks you're really looking at. I mean, right? It needs to kill the guy, or if it's a battle action, it has to kill the guy or gain me two honor, right? Right. Well, uh, this doesn't I mean, do either of those. Against some decks, just stripping all the attachments is pretty pretty good. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I send your guy home, and I, I don't blow you up, but I blow up you know your eight force follower or right or, or I whatever. I blow up your wormbone katana. Yeah. So you no coming back in, punk. Yeah, I guess it it's just fighting for a lot of yeah. slots, including things like restoring order. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's another one on the laundry list of, this is pretty good, but it doesn't make the cut right now, but in Empire, well, because the competition's down. I, I would think it's gonna. Yeah. I mean, how crazy must Emperor base be for that not to make the cut, at least at the beginning? Yeah, I got no clue. And then last, but certainly not least, Forgotten Temple, the, uh, the new box. stronghold for the Jigoku's Horde non-factional theme it no longer completely destroys dishonored acts <laughs> uh, although they do have to play 19, 19 different specific. actions yeah this is a lot uh. and that's part of it yeah it, it's got it's got the minus one which is another sign no naga players this is not for you sorry because like none maybe one but almost none of the old naga More are dashes, dashes. Yeah. they're they're mostly zeros i think but yeah. not dashes it's also just clearly a a shadowlands strong i mean and yeah. i think it's jigoku's word yeah it's got that you do not gain honor you may not take political actions you do not own lose honor ever from cards that you own I mean, it, it just the only thing that's tweaked is that you no longer just flat out never lose honor. Right. So the scorpion can get you eventually. Or I guess these days the crane or the dragon or the crab. There's just, everybody's got dishonor themes for emperor. Mm. What do you think about the the action compared to like Maw's Grave? For example, if you're in War of Honor, you got to decide between Maw's Grave and Forgotten Temple. I don't even remember Maw's Grave. Well, Maw's Grave was bow to bring uh, one of your guys into play for the turn, and oh, then they get right, like right, right. Yeah, Forgotten Temple, but you take your discarded non-human personality and put it 
in one of your provinces, getting rid of whatever's in there. Right. So early on, you lose some nifty guy. Later on, you get to put it back in instead right. of... I mean, that to me, I mean, that's that's a huge thing for the Oni that really makes them playable because it's early game, you don't have enough gold to buy all these Oni. You flush them, and then late game, oh, I've, I'm down to two provinces. I've got enough to afford two big Oni. I'm sitting on one. I put the other one there. Bam, two big Oni. Who needs border keep, right? Yeah. Every turn, you have the chance to get somebody back if you've been losing provinces and guys are discarded. The, just that bringing the guy back later means that you can much more easily play with the expensive guys because you don't have to worry about them showing up early, being unusable, and then never. Sh- then you have to flush them. And it's a forest. <laughs> well, there are a number of things that it matters that it's a forest. True. The, the stronghold is a forest and a temple. I don't think that they're going to be playing with anything that Probably cares not, that it's a no. temple, but the new non-human clan holding is also a forest and a temple. Mm. Works out pretty well. Yeah. Forest of Shittiman, here we come. Yeah. Okay, that's it for the specific cards in Forgotten Legacy. So we're, we're back in this third segment because, as you may have noticed, we did things differently this time. Instead of me doing my usual anal retentive, take a bunch of notes, divide all the cards up into what sort of theme they work with, and then go through the themes that way. We just went through them in the order that they naturally show up in the box. I thought that might be something different. So I want to ask you, the listener, I feel, having gone through and done it this way, that it did not work as well. Because when I divide them up by theme and we talk about them like that, it naturally leads to us talking about what the different decks have been doing and how the different decks are being affected by the new expansion. And I feel like we missed that by doing this, doing it this way this time. So if any of you have an opinion on that and want to let me know, I would appreciate it. Until then, Jay and I are going to try and, you know, make stuff up about what we think might do well at this environment, which exists for what? Gen Con? Yeah. Trevor is still gone. We haven't, we haven't resurrected him just yet. Well, I believe, I don't remember his opinion, that things are more stratified now than they, even than they were before. Yes. Crane is really good, and you need to be like Crane, Lion, or Unicorn, or you're in trouble. That was his opinion, yes. Yes, and that I believe in particular Crane. Crane, 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 Crane. Crane does have a lot of good stuff. Yes, they do. Trevor likes Crane. So, Crab... I mean, Crab's just going to do what it's always done, right? I don't think beat anybody's... Face. yeah. I, I don't think... Expect, well, you've got the, the option to beat face with Scouts now instead. Crab has been a deck that has put lots and lots of people into cuts, has not been great at converting that into wins. It doesn't feel like there's anything wrong with Crab, but it doesn't feel like there's anything amazing with Crab that's going to push them up into that top tier. They didn't get a giant push to make them amazing. You now are going to have the scout option. I think you're actually going to see scouts. And then everything else you're going to see is Shattered Peak's Castle. And I think you still have the ability to see Berserkers or Heroes or, or whatever you're doing, but, uh, but it's going to large be out of guys, Shattered poor Peaks. scouts. Yeah. 
Crane can just do fantastic, sick honor deck things. Yes, yes, they can. Uh, it's just going to be embassy, 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 embassy. Mm. Dragon has basically the same sort of things it had before. Last Step Castle can still hang in there like it could. It's not great, but it, it does have the ability to win. It still has that nightmare matchup against Crane. You probably need yeah, to... Pretty much anything else honor deck is going to have a problem with Crane. Well, but the Katsuki is even on top of that. It's usually a dueling honor deck. Yeah. And you're just not going to be able to win action phase duels hardly ever against yeah. the, the Crane deck. I think that Kensei got some some nice stuff. You've improved your personality base, although it's still not good. Uh, you've yeah, got a great action here. They were so far behind that even the nice boost they got isn't enough to. Yeah, I I don't I don't see how that can turn them. I mean, they're functional still, but yeah. that's not gonna get anywhere. Functional they're, isn't going to win Gen Con. Yeah, well, f- functional is if you're a really good player, maybe you make the cut at Gen Con, maybe. Yeah. But then you've got Monks. I think that Monk military is, doesn't have a chance as just straight-up military. I think that Monk military enlightenment switch has some ability to do well. Mm. That's just me. I- Lion, okay, Lion can do all the things that they did before, and they can do Paragons now. There are just some ridiculous Paragon cards. Yes, yes, there are. And their box is great, and all, all sorts of... Annoy all those Dishonor people that are oh, yeah, going to crop up. You, you, don't, you don't annoy them, you annihilate them. Yeah. I mean, when we talk about Crane Dishonor, Scorpion Dishonor, which is all we get for Dishonor right now, you've still got an atrocious match against Lion. Yes. I'm sure there are going to be people who are going to say, oh no, I've got a, a Dishonor deck that consistently beats Lion. I'll believe that when I see that. Even Yeah, at that point I'd say you have a bad Lion player. Why not? You know what? Look, I mean, it, I am not omniscient. It, it can come up. But I know that with the Burn Dishonor deck, you had people saying like, oh yeah, this will actually take... No, it doesn't. It doesn't take down Lion. It no. does not. It has a bad match against Lion. It just it does. It just does, yeah. And Mantis, uh, you can play Dragon's Guard City or funky things out of Vigilance. Home. I don't think you're you're getting dunked on Vigilance. Thunder, Thunder needing a boost. It didn't get it. No. I don't know that the Forgotten Legacy cards for or or Before the Dawn for Thunder were as bad as, as some of the Magic players think they were, but they certainly aren't the sort of thing that's going to kick a deck up a notch. No. It can tread water, and treading water is not good enough for where that deck was. I, I do still think that Dragon's Guard City... I want to say Dragon's Guard City will continue to be the most successful, but Aeromaster's Vigilance is very popular, so it will certainly get played a lot. Yeah. And that and can generate... I definitely feel like it can have a few sleeper decks come out of nowhere yeah, out of there. Well, it's, it's an extremely versatile stronghold, yeah. so it's it's hard for me to sit here and say, oh no, there's... Nothing. I, I mean, there's so many things you can do about it that tweaks that. Who knows if we thought about Phoenix? Oh, wait, there's another Dishonor deck. Yep. Phoenix, you know, you've got that kind of switch option. Phoenix is really good. The new box for Phoenix is really good. It had That deck had a lot of tools, and the box just... Now, the box, that actually is something that got kicked up a notch. Yeah. Does it have the ability to get out of the bad matchups against Lion or Scorpion? 
and I'm sorry, against Lion or, or Battle Maidens in a way that, that, say, Scorpion doesn't? Um, that I don't know. I mean, it it has the benefit in that matchup uh, that Scorpion doesn't of if it can get the evil keywords out, it doesn't have to dishonor you, so it, it can still punish you without having to dis- first dishonor you, but there is still so much reliance on dishonor for most of the honor hits. Because that is, people are usually running that as a dishonor box, right? I mean, it can go either way. It can go either way. I've heard the honor deck is stronger, but I'm not sure if the honor deck is strong enough to beat Embassy. And I think a lot of people are playing as dishonor just because that's shiny and new. It is shiny and new. Phoenix ever had a dishonor deck? And I try uh, to think back into gold. the reaches of time. Okay. That's very close to new for almost all all players. That is shiny, new, never before seen. Scorpion, I think they're still going to mean Dishonor is going to be the big thing that Scorpion are doing, I think. You can do great things with Dishonor. Your scary thing when you're playing Dishonor is just that you've got a couple of really terrible matchups. Yeah. I still do not want to play Dishonor against Honor. No. Even if you think you have the tools to have the edge in that match, that doesn't mean you're going to get it done in time. Right, I mean... Even if you're strong, that's just not going to be a fun game. You're going to burn out. I think burning out is less of an issue if you're already queued. If you're True. planning on... If you're going to have to play this deck on Thursday and then on Friday and then on Saturday, like burnout you can actually yourself. become yes. an issue. Ninja is still out there for Scorpion. I, it's, I think it's become a lot less favored with Flores showing, mm, showing them the way this, yeah. on the, the Dishonor, but I mean, you're still going to have people who just want to play Ninja, and Ninja's not shabby. No, Ninja's certainly not bad. I mean, especially with uh, Oraru basically saying, I win against Crane. Crane has a lot of stuff that's that's not dueling, but yeah, he can do some entertaining yeah. things. But he's only one unique, so that's not True, but... everything. Spider has not picked up a lot. They've not. I mean, they they didn't need a lot. The question is, did everyone else pick up sufficiently that they not go down a tier or not? There were a bunch of great Paragon cards, but unlike Lion, they don't have a good base to build on. The Spider right. Paragons are a, basically a bad deck yes. before this kicked around. And even with the new good stuff, I don't... I mean, it makes them better, but I don't think it makes them good. Probably not. So I think you're still heavily looking at Breeder. Mm. For Spider, I still think you've got a lot of power there, but the the Dishonor out in the field has just increased. You know, now you got Phoenix on top right. of that. Not uh, only do you, do you have Phoenix playing Dishonor, but the Phoenix Dishonor box, because of the way it works, is just nasty against you. Because you're, you guys are all Shadowlands. Yeah, they don't even have to bother. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to bother finding one of their cards to tank you. You're, you start that way, so you just have to have a guy. When the box not only is that the two honor lost, but now they've got a much harder time with that turn three smashing a province because Bruder's a fast deck. Yeah. Too. But yeah, the dishonor dishonor is a scary deck to play because you've got a number of decks out there where you just get smacked around to. Breeder, there's just a number of you know a number of these dishonor decks where you just get smacked around as well, but. Like Trevor said, I'm not discounting Breeder again until uh, we're in the next arc. Right, no. So, uh, Unicorn, I think Unicorn finally now has some 
just great stuff. They spent a lot of the arc in the lower tiers. They started picking it up. They've continued to get some good stuff. I think you're going to see both Battle Maiden and Outsider Keep. Yeah. Some tacticians. I don't tactician. think that's really bad a thematic. You got to have a tactician to actually get the extra boost off the box, but whatever. I, I think they have some some good stuff to go. So, uh, like like Trevor said, I trying to think if there's anything that actually seems like it should be in that very top tier that he didn't mention. I think I mean Lion Probably and Crane are think, your your big scaries. Right. I mean, I I think uh, Spider t- Spider did not get enough and took a big enough hit with the Dishonor running around that it's fallen out of that top tier. None of the other stuff that was... I, I, Phoenix, I think, has gotten a big pickup. They have. But I don't I think don't that's putting it top tier, but no. I think that's a big pickup for Phoenix. Crab, uh, yeah, Crab will model along. Dragon's going to model along whatever it was doing before. Yeah, Mantis, same. So that that's what that seems to be. Since I kept meaning to talk about we shouldn't... I mean, I know we just kind of went, okay, politics or anything, but... With playing a little bit more War of Honor now, I mean, ha- has any of our opinions changed about what might or might not be good in War of Honor? We still no. think anything that can switch, like yeah, like Lion, Paragons. Lion and Battle Maidens, I think are. If if I were to bet on the outcome of the War of Honor tournament, I would bet on one of those two, because those are the only. I mean, I think that almost anything can win just because of the political input. Though, again, I still think that Spider and Scorpion are screwed because of the political input. I, I, I still think even in the more limited ways, I don't know how much that... I mean, it could come up. I don't know how much that matters in the global scheme of things. And, remember, Spider, I, again, the matchups and deck strength matters less than it does in normal L5R. But Spider, or any other deck that's got a bad game against Dishonor, that's gone in War yeah. of Honor. Spider now doesn't care. I, they're, they're just as vulnerable or not vulnerable to Dishonor as anybody else is. They just like, oh, I never have to worry about Honor requirements. And, you know, I know people have opined that Breeder has a hard time in War of Honor because, oh, it's a deck where you build up and whatnot. No, it's not. No. It used to be. At the end of Samurai it was. And you, and you get some really, you get like Fatina and some other really nice guys. That gets some real extra... Oomph. juice kicked into it. Uh, I mean, as I've been going around looking at the article series, I Mantis really did not pick up... I mean, they picked up a, a small number of really good guys, but Mantis is really locking itself into either, you gotta play your big, atta- you know, your attachment deck, because that's all they did in Samurai, or push the deck, and you gotta twist the deck for War of Honor to be able to take advantage of Aramasu's Vigilance, and to try to have repeat use effects that cost gold, that you can try to spin them around on the turn cycle. Now, you know maybe you can go go to town with Udamaro XP on that with the uh, the pay three gold seal follower. Dra- Dragon is very schizophrenic. Yeah. On on what it does, I realize yeah, Last Step Castle doesn't work anymore, and the Dragon Monks weren't all that much about honor and samurai. The dragon, I'm sorry, the dragon magistrates weren't. Dragon monks changed completely from this honor deck to this, to a military deck. And with the banning of Dove Tattoo, that makes that honor deck a lot harder. Your ring box from Samurai basically says if you're playing with this box, you can't win in You can't win by enlightenment. And so you're closing yourself out of the primary win condition that the dragon tiles were designed right. to work with. 
Cranes still have, I mean, they've got great honor and dishonor options. The ability to be super fast isn't as important. No. But they, they still got to have a lot of those. Those guys, you got to, the scary thing is, you got to watch attacking into those. Sometimes when you're getting near the end, like, you, man, you know, you better take all those provinces yeah. when you attack, or else you're just giving them the extra... The extra point they need, uh, yeah. yeah. The extra thing. Luckily, luckily you, when you're taking out the honor or the, the dishonor deck, you know, that defensive deck, you can... They lose for having lost all their provinces before they can win for having gotten Advanced, their, yeah. their fifth advance, which which could... I mean, there, there still is the possibility of those decks just getting ganged up on. Right. There's definitely the don't don't make necessarily make yourself the obvious threat. Yeah, I mean, for that reason alone, I'd say the speed is actually a disadvantage because if you're like turn two or turn three, get on the honor board where nobody else is on the board, everyone's suddenly like, okay, I need some military points. Let's go after the guy who just gained a point. I don't know if everybody's going to go after you just because you get one out. But I do think you will tend to see people going after whatever the honor or dishonor deck is that's doing 17 things on other people's turns. Yeah. I think you'll tend to, to see them get... You'll tend to see well, them uh, get swung at unless there's just an easy target somewhere else. Right. I mean, exactly. I, I expect that you'll have, okay, I'm the military deck. I need to attack somebody. I've got three choices here. Who am I going to go after? Probably the honor deck or the dishonor deck. Probably not the other military deck. Well, the reason you don't go after the honor or the dishonor deck is you look at it and you're like, if I go after you, I will take a province, but you'll advance a step. Whereas if I go after the other military deck, I'm just going to take a province. Yeah. That's what the honor deck and the dishonor deck are, are playing for, is that people's natural desire to whack them while they can is hindered by their fear that the honor or dishonor deck will out. be able to, to cross. And that, uh, of course, a big part of reducing that is somebody immediately taking out the open tile. Mm. for those decks because that just gives them that really big padding right uh right, right on the start needing or six versus eight because that is, is a good chunk to have to to gather up to plus although the honor deck does still just have flash of steel to gain a, a bajillion with five but mm. that's like half your turn yeah phoenix i guess is lacking in but the same number of strategy cards that just say blah 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 gain two, two honor yeah but you do have guys like you got these like seeking the way. Yeah, I mean, I and Asako Juro and I haven't built it, but I've specced it out that I would build it as air, and I would do stuff like, oh, all my guys are straightened every turn. And here's and my I, touch of ice. Right, and here's, here's my, touch, my yes, exactly. Consecrate the temple, and I mean, my goal would be okay about turn three or turn four. I'm gonna get all my points as we go around. Yeah, just remember, uh, if you're a military deck, play with Tides of Battle. It's, uh, redonkulous. That's apparently my word of the day. Redonkulous. Anyone else is redonkulous? No, I don't have a calendar. Anyone else is redonkulous? What? The length of this recording. I mean, I know you guys are getting this is to split the podcast up, that but, uh... never ends. Well, hey, I think... <laughs> and, and, yeah. They can all hit stop if they want to, and right now I will hit stop. You've been listening to Strange Assembly. You can download more episodes of Strange Assembly on iTunes or from our website at www.strangeassembly.com. While you're at our website, you can check out the frequently updated main page or talk with us on the forums.
You can also email me directly at chris at strangeassembly.com or you can follow Strange Assembly on Facebook or Twitter. Strange Assembly either place. Thanks for listening.